Hey Ryan, I'm thinking of starting another podcast. Yeah, and what about? How to sell black market toenail clippings. It's going to be a hit. Why would... Never mind, never mind. I don't know who would listen to that, but more power to you. Only issue I'm having is uh, where to host it. I've tried different places. I've checked out uh, different hosting sites. All of the hosting sites cost money. And the few free ones that don't, they don't give you anything like listener views or geolocation, like where they're listening from. And on top of all that, I still need to make my own website. You do know with Fire Talk Radio, where our show's hosted at, we use Anchor.fm, right? Huh? It's great. It's free. You can see how many downloads each episode has, where people are listening from. That's Anchor.fm. That's right. You sent that to me. Well, do I still need to create my own website to uh, get it to, like, Apple and Stitcher? No, Anchor does that all for you. When you sign up with your email, it gives you everything you need to host your own show and podcast. It gives you the website. It gives you the RSS feed. It allows you to attach it to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all the other ones. Thanks, man. That makes things a ton easier. Now, can you take a look at this rash? I'm worried I have monkeypox. Uh, no, that's all you, man. That's a personal problem. So, what was that website again? Man, you got a, such a short attention span. I'll it's Anchor.fm. Either go on your phone, your tablet, or your computer. I'll just send you the link as a backup again. But check out Anchor.fm. Ladies and gentlemen, and boys and girls, and children of all ages, tonight Fire Talk episode forty-eight. Today is September 16th. Tonight we are going to talk about what's going on in Illinois, what is going on uh, with the um, immigration transfer, uh, going on with railroad strikes, and all the fun in that, and some little bit of TikTok drama going on. So this and more on Fire Talk Radio. Welcome back, Ryan. What up? And uh, our two guests. Uh, go ahead and uh, introduce people to our guests today. So we have t- our guests from TikTok fame. We have conservative text and Kat. Um, there was a really weird beef that was going on on TikTok, and I, I kind of got stuck into it. Well, not stuck. I got involved and engaged in this because... It, uh, I, it, I, I'm not going to lie, you guys. This week when Ryan told me about this, <laughs> and, and we're, we're not saying what it is yet, but I had no idea that this tweet went out, what, a year ago? A yeah. lot of people didn't know. And I, I, didn't for, know. No, no, I was no. completely oblivious. I remember the tweet. I forgot all about it. I was like, I remember him doing it, but I forgot the conversation already came and gone. And then... The conversation came back, and I was like, 
and he responded, and I yeah. was like, and this whole week, it, well, at least half the week, it's been like it's been like a drama on TikTok. I've been watching. <laughs> Yeah, it's been entertaining. It's like a soap opera. Yes, yes, a soap opera. Watching it unfold in real time. So, I'm going to ask you guys explain what what happened. So, so I, had, I guess I had never what, actually whose video seen went out first. Whose video uh, well, went out first? Did. Well, so ship ship so, actually made a video like because she had never heard of it either. She made well, it and Sunday. She found she out made about it, it through my through my video. Right. So I had was, I mean, there was a situation between me and another creator that really has nothing to do with this. Um, and I had remembered that that creator had gone very, very hard for Trapped when it kind of, because it did come onto the app a while ago um, because there, there was another creator, Clumsy Gemini, who covered all of this. And she's been going back and forth with him since April. April. And he goes back and forth with her. Um, so I had brought up the trap situation and somebody had commented on my video, what trap situation? And I said, oh, let me show you. Um, so I showed all the tweets and I didn't really think that he was gonna react. I mean, I, I get it, but I didn't think that he was gonna like triple down on it and quadruple down yeah, on it. And then that's the thing is, people and you didn't tag him or anything. No, I didn't. And then, but then Shipwreck had made a video um, because she had never seen them. And she was like, let's talk about this. Like, let's and talk about this. She actually tagged Trap's official account with that post. She did. And then he found hers. And then he had, do like, I mean, everybody has a different definition of doxing, right? He right. had put some of her personal information out there that she doesn't put out there whether you want to call that doxing or just really crappy, you know, like go about. Um, yeah. He had put some of her personal information out there in regards to that video. We are all very, very close with her and love her dearly and love what she does. And she's very good at what she does. I am still and waiting for an email back from her because she was going to sit in on a show in October. And she just hasn't gotten back to me with a damn date yet. She's busy. Yeah, she does, she'll, she get she'll get there. <laughs> she'll get there. Oh no! Oh no! I I just give I I, I just give her. Drink. I love giving people drink. So so this uh, I ha I have the the screenshot up uh, that, yep. you know that from the video there. Um, this is what she showed here is uh, you know a I guess this is a reply. This isn't the even the original uh, tweet that he made. But this is a reply that um, uh, Chris Brown something. Uh, what is Chris it? Uh, Chris Trapped. Tyler Brown. Chris Taylor Brown. Uh, <laughs> I, I just call him yeah. Trapped. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what he calls himself. <laughs> so so basically what happened was, uh, from what I gathered, because I had to go back and look things up, um, there was a 25-year-old teacher that had a – sexual relationship with one of her 15 year old students mm -hmm. and, and we're all in agreement that this is all a no-no like okay yes <laughs> the original the original story from him at least was he was talking about the song hot for teacher he keeps bringing that up yeah. um but there was i'm really sorry no wanna, van yeah, halen about that in a van halen did that song in the prospects of the student fantasy with a 
child to a teacher, yes. Right. But so, that's what Van Halen, but that was Van Halen, and that was the 70s. It was Has 80s. nothing, or but, whatever. Um, so, basically what happened was, is he defended it, saying, you know, the 15-year-old can't be raped because he's a guy, and because he's a guy, guys are stronger naturally, therefore, we can't be raped. Which, mm-hmm. and then he goes, and if you say it's rape, it's a technicality, mm-hmm. which, no. Yeah, but um, technicality gonna, being the age. Technicality <laughs> being the age. Well, there's yeah. the age. <laughs> Not I mean, just the age, though. So, yeah. this, is, this is my thing that I told Ryan, is that it's not just the age. Because there's also the... Mindset. Uh, not just the mindset. There's the age, there's the mindset, but then... There's also the fact that the teacher in this case has authority over the child. Yes, that that part kind of got and left. That's the out part the where even more so than the age to me crosses all kinds of boundaries. And I'll say this sure. as sure. everyone knows on here, I coach middle school and high school wrestling. I coach youth wrestling. I'm a substitute teacher. There are major boundaries that you set up. I won't even let my wrestlers, guys that are 16, 17, 18, I won't even let them friend me on any social media mm-hmm. until after they Smart. graduate. Yep. Smart. I have girls That's on my team. I have guys on my team. It has the age of consent in Michigan is 16 unless there is a power dynamic in there, i.e. Right. a teacher or something sure. of the sort. So well, the thing is, is that in every state in the United States, yes. the age of consent does not fall below 16 in no, every correct. single state. Right. That's, the, that's the minimum age in every minimum state. Minimum age in any state. Ryan's is actually 18 in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's nowhere that this is not rape. Right. Right. No, there, if, there's no yeah. circumstance where it's not rape. So... So taking it from that standpoint, he actually doubles down on this. Let me, yes. uh, I'm going to pull up a, uh, a video and I'm only going to play quadruple it. I'm going to pull this up. Uh, well, he's pulling it up. I met, I met Chris back in 2005. At HF I've actually met him. I guess he just doesn't remember. They they tour with. We used to be friends with the people in a band who tours with him and is always at Token with him in Michigan. Yeah. So yeah. we've met him a couple of times. I I thought he was cool when I met him. I met him at a radio station and at a three day festival. And, and and the thing is, like, let me uh, say this because I told Brian this. I'm not saying that I don't agree with anything he's ever said. No. There's some stuff that that he said that I can say, yeah, I can get on board with that. Okay. Absolutely. Sure. All right. Of course. But in this particular case, um, he's flat out wrong. And the problem so, is, is now it's right. online and it's there forever. And he's going right. to have to fight this case every time someone that's never seen this before. And he's going to be like, the question is, is he going to own like, look. I'm, I know I what I said, or yeah, no, I still stand by it. That's right. Well, Ryan, be the... he, did do that. he came out a year oh, ago. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not saying he didn't. Yeah. 
And then oh, but, and then flipped it again and was like, nope, never mind. I still feel that way. So yeah, he, no, uh, he's. Let me play this real quick, uh, just a, a minute of it, because it's like seven minutes long. But simply made the uh, the comparison that men are stronger than women, and that women, generally speaking, can't rape men. So that's what started it, and that was Twitter. And then they said, no, 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 women can rape men. And I was like, oh, yeah. okay. Here comes the technicalities. And then I said, a 15-year-old, when I was 15, and my 25-year-old sophomore English teacher, if that happened, it would not be pedophilia. It's an older man, a little boy. That's pedophilia, man. No. There should be a freaking difference between the two. And I got kicked off for Twitter for, for saying that they aren't the same thing. Again, I can't get behind. Can't get behind that here. at all. That's because it's not only the statement, but it's not just the statement. It's the butterfly effect of that statement. And I think people get very confused, like why I mean, and text included, because they get confused about text too. Like why we tend to go as hard as what we do when we do content like this. I saw a video from another creator who was sexually assaulted when he was younger yeah. by an older female. So now you're you're spreading this. It's rippling out to people who were fans of yours. You have a large platform that you're right. doing this from. And this is now grooming. This is now grooming. This well, is now a, telling people. And it's scaring people from telling their stories. And it's yeah. messy. It's that, messy. Well, in that, that live, in that same live that you were showing, he actually says that if a male claims to be a victim, that they are weak. Yes, mm -hmm. he does. Yeah. And... Yeah. and that is, so, that is well. so wrong because um in my view and actually this is a view of the legal system also is that there's more than one way to rape someone yes there is physical oh yeah and i know there was another tiktoker that said well you know a 12 year old that raped a 40 year old uh you know are you saying that 12 year old consented and isn't responsible no there's I mean, it, there's different circumstances, but they don't, they don't care what they, but, they, they, what it is, is it's like this populist thing where like, yeah. they can't go against what Trap said because he represents us and he has the same political views as us, which is it's, great when you see that, but right. you can't ignore like the pedophilic. There was, there was a lot of people <sighs> that were claiming that they were in the conservative party rapidly just with fanboy fangirl right. the minute he started talking about it and they were like oh because he's in a band we gotta no uh no, no not at all right. um it's it's not about because if that was anybody else it would have they would have torn that man limb from limb and they oh, would have been someone from the left yeah oh, they they exactly. yeah if it was if it was that left creator in that live, if it was that good trouble guy, the right. whole entire right would have joined in. And the funny yep. thing is, is I had made a statement during the whole vaccine mandates about uh, that vaccine mandates is rape. And yeah. that caught me a lot of shit, obviously, on TikTok because it's, it's shock. <laughs> um, but when you boil it down, it's part of this conversation, too, as far as coercion goes. It's coercion. It's coercion. And, yeah. Here's the thing. He's saying, well, just because the 15-year-old might have enjoyed it, it's not what it right. is. I was 15. Mm 
Hmm? <laughs> Ryan was 15. Tex, you were 15. We were all, us three were 15-year-old hey, boys. You were 15. Just because I'm a girl doesn't mean that I wasn't. And like, I'm there sure some there were male teachers, teachers that exactly, that I, you didn't think, you know, that you, I, well, trust me, I had a like science teacher that, given the chance, but right. she's the adult. She's the adult. Well, I had a lady, she's, I had yeah. a lady comment, I had a lady comment saying that she uh, was victimized at 25 by a 16 year old. And I'm like, how you're the adult, like you can get away. He's a kid. Like, right. I mean, unless there is, unless there is physical force. Right. You no, know, she said he was pursuing her with gifts and stuff like that. And it just got really uncomfortable. No, she, so no, you're just attracted like, to little kids and you don't want to admit it and you want to blame the kid. Right. Like, oh my, really? Right. You know, and that's, that's again, why even as a coach, I will not talk to my uh, wrestlers or students one-on-one. Mm -hmm. -on -one. I won't like, it's not just to protect me from them possibly saying something that didn't happen right. which had which has happened many times before yep. to people i know where yep. right. a student said something happened that didn't happen and it took years for the truth to come out mm -hmm. but also you have to keep them boundaries i i still yep. tell i still tell all my wrestlers listen i may be a fr i may be friendly but i'm your coach i'm not your friend right and, and that's the important thing. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was, I was a youth pastor for a decade, and and I had the same boundaries set up that you know I was never alone, especially with a female student. Yeah. Um, without a, a different adult other than my spouse at the time, um, because in Texas your spouse can't be a witness. So when when I learned that, it was like, okay, well, she can't be with me with the other female students so now i have to make sure that there's always another at least adult male student with me or uh, adult male with me at all times no matter what and so it's those boundaries that have to be set up and while it sucks in today's society i mean but we see it with we saw it with brett kavanaugh yeah. um 40 years from the from now you know you don't know what's going to come up if you know we end up escalating through somewhere high profile position and then all of a sudden somebody wants to come out and scream victim um this also took kind of a weird turn too, because he put out a post. He doxed you guys too. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so he, I think well, he, he actually he, he didn't he put like tax way tax, worse than me. I was like, gonna say. Like, I don't think yeah. he put your actual address out, but he called out like a house you were selling or something. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Well, no, did he? He didn't do that directly. He had another creator do it for him. Okay. That's no. So he didn't have now, and I'll defend him here. He, I don't think he had the creator do it, but the creator did it because the creators have been the one and he admitted it today in his post that this other creator misfit Patriot has been giving him information about <laughs> us and other creators. And yeah, he, he called me out by my full legal name. And then also mentioned about my house selling and whatnot. So he, mm -hmm. he knows everything. I mean, and, and it, at this point it's like, what do you do? But, it but imagine having your go-to. If you're going to go that crazy that quick, like that right. was that you're getting into stalker territory. My, and my this, is new. this isn't new. Like you've been all over the news for this. People have written articles about this. If yeah, you think sue us and everything, this is say, go he, it's not going to go away because you won't even take accountability. For he it. was he was calling to sue you all. But my thing is, yes, when you go to court, if he does sue you and you go to court and you bring all this in, 
The mm-hmm. judge is going to just laugh. The judge will have there's nothing to like say. Well, you said this and they didn't say anything def- demeaning. They were just you right. were instigating well, this conversation. That we're calling him a pedophile, which nobody has. I have not called him. I said no. you're pushing pedophilia rhetoric. So, you are pushing pedophilia content. That, that's okay. that's the thing. Like that that no one's ever called him a I don't I've I have not heard anybody call him a pedophile, no. I'm going to say this because he did put out a tweet about the definition of pedophilia and stuff. There was a joke. I don't know how it ended up on my Facebook feed, but you know how they have like some reels and stuff that showed up. So there was a stand up comic that uh, showed up on there once. And I'm going to hopefully say what he says more or less correct. So wait for the punchline. Otherwise, it sounds bad. Um, okay. He says, okay. He says, and he actually said, he goes, well, listen, there's the definition of pedophilia that is attracted to people under puberty. Then there's hebophilia, which right. is like, you know, going through puberty. And then there's philophilia, I think it's called. Uh, that is people that are at the late stages of puberty, almost into adulthood. Yeah. The problem is, is once you start pointing all this out, it makes you sound like a pedophile. Yes. True. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what it is. When you so, start defending like you're absolutely right. Or at least so, sympathizing. I mean, he may not be one himself, and I'm not accusing him of being it, one, but and I'm not even going to say that the teacher meets the definition or anything like that. It may have just been she was attracted to this one kid. I don't know the totality. But that what I mean, but that in definition wrong. would still be pedophilia. Even if it was a right. one time deal, you were attracted to a child. Right. That is the definition of pedophilia. So, like, there's no getting around that. So, no. you know, there she's definitely a predator. Mm-hmm. 100%. Right. I would agree. So, yeah. absolutely. That's, and that's the thing. So when he's doubling down and he's coming out with these definitions to try to defend himself, and he's coming out, at some point, you would think like uh, an agent or someone would just say, dude, you just need to stop. Well, the guy who runs his social media um, is a TikToker. I mean, he doesn't, he, so from what I can gather, they're very like independent. They don't have like a label. They don't do their, they're they're very big on like self-made. So like these PR people that he picks are random people from the internet. To, okay. to run so like he goes to Fiverr and says, Yeah, so the, no one is no, saying, just, I don't just, know how no one's saying anything to him. Yeah. What, he was doing well, it for the tour bus. His, his, yeah, I was like, well, at I've the been, time, I've he's been tagging the... his. I, I have been tagging his, uh, his, the social media manager, but he doesn't oh, have you. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, he probably <laughs> just. Hey, Jake, what do you, what do you have to say about this? And what, didn't you? I've tagged him numerous times. Because I remember, I remember Chris said something about your fiance text, and then you. I saw the TikTok where you said, oh, well, then fine. You're going to bring mine in. I'm going to message your fiance. And I did. That, I tagged that, her. That was, that was entertaining to actually read because I saw you put the <laughs> post of the conversation up. I said, <laughs> said, well, I was like, yeah, that, that would uh, that would be a, I think, Chris, you might have to start thinking about your relationship there if she's like, no. 
good on her though. Like good on you girl for just being like, no, I mean, she could have not commented. She could have just blocked him. She could have just called Chris privately, but she publicly was like, absolutely not. But I think it's more of the mama bear situation because they asked about, well, you have children. What would you feel if he did that? And that's when it was like, that's probably when those, because we all have kids here. There's no, there's no fucking way. If my my son came, I was like, my teacher did this. I I I think I yeah, would have I wouldn't to not do like he said and give him a high five yeah. and say good job. No, right? No, I would. If we're being honest, if my seventeen year old son, which is legal, con- a year past legal consent in Michigan, so legally there would be nothing that I can do. But if a teacher took advantage of of their position, yes, to no, it all it all hundred percent. I don't heartbeat. care if they're seventeen years old. You don't sleep with your students. Like even oh, no. college professors will lose their job for exactly. sleeping. Exactly. Exactly. And it, it's, and that's the thing is it's the age plus the position, mm-hmm. you know, uh, prison guards. There was just a story I read about a prison guard that just got convicted and is going to prison because yep. she slept with an inmate. Obviously, they were both. Is the one age. where she helped him break out afterwards? No, this is no, a no. One, this is a different one. one. Dude, that right? in Louisiana, I think. I no, think no, no. One the California. one that helped him break out and then ran and then <laughs> yeah. committed suicide at the That's end of it. Just kind of. <laughs> that was something, man. That was that was a yeah. Story. That was that was that was crazy. It's but... it's still no better than the transgender in the New Jersey one that got another. Oh, that got two pregnant. women pregnant. Yes. Un- while the guards were there, the guards were in the unit. Oh, my Lord. We're just, we're uh, just not watching our prisons. <laughs> but this but this prison guard, and I have friends. I worked in law enforcement. So this is um, how COVID got into the prison system, isn't it? It is. Exactly it, it probably. <laughs> you know, it, it's probably what happened. I won't, I won't lie there. It's probably what happened. So I uh, – so, but anyway, the – the point is, is because there was a power dynamic, that's mm-hmm. why the prison guard was uh, convicted of rape. Right. It doesn't matter that they both consented. Yep. You guys weren't allowed to consent right. with each other. It That was against the law right there. So even, again, I come back to the adult, the teacher, the person that has the upper power dynamic in that relationship. Respect my authority. Yes, yep. the authority. Sorry if I, if I look distracted. Even if, it, even if the person, the victim, doesn't think it was coercion. Even if the right. victim, the, maybe the 15-year-old, hypothetically, I'm not saying this happened. Hypothetically, a 15-year-old is sending flowers and, mm-hmm. you know, right. edible arrangements and anything else to woo the teacher. It doesn't matter. No. Are, are YouTube chatting? They're still a minor. Up. They're still a oh, kid. Yeah. And they're still the student. Yeah. So there is no defense to this that I can see. No. And and the fact that he does. And this is a bad thing. Like you said, uh, Tex, is it makes it so that people that do end up in these situations don't want to come forward when they should. Right. Because they're And that's, that's my biggest problem, especially because he's using the analogy of it being a boy. Right. Um, I know that women struggle with coming forward. Absolutely. And I'm not taking anything away from female victims. I'm not. But male victims 
have a hard time coming forward as it is because there's that stigma, right? There's just oh, yeah. stigma of like what a man is, and it's weak if something happens to exactly. you. Exactly. You, was you get ostracized, and, and, right? or at least you feel like you do because of you comments like this, or you get made fun of. Or, yeah. you know, when I was in law enforcement, I won't say the age of the child, but there was a boy and an older woman. She, he was not of age and we caught them in a park in a car. I'll say that much. Yeah. When we got done and uh, we put her in handcuffs, we called his parents. My partner were standing outside the car and he was older than me. I was in my early twenties at the time. He was probably older than I am now. And his comment was, man, when I was his age, I couldn't get girls my age. And he's got someone like that. And I'm looking at him thinking, are you kidding me? And see, like, that's, and I, there's personal reasons why I'm very, like, it irritates me. Um, Somebody who is very, very, who's close to me, who I love. um, He was a victim when he was a younger kid. His mom was on a lot of drugs at the time. And there was just people coming in and out of the house all the time and random babysitters. And it became like a game for these older women who were blown out and who were babysitting to sleep with him. And he really didn't wrap his head around it until he was older. Right. Because he was 15 and like hooking up with these chicks. But now as an adult, he can feel that. And he's like, whoa, this wasn't okay. Like what the hell happened? No, that's, that's my thing is, is like my son my son's 11 he's still in that um very childhood mindset i don't Mm -hmm. want him to grow up too early no and something like this changes way too early early. it changes it changes your childhood and then there's also like this analogy going around that like if you don't feel like a victim then you weren't a victim and it's like, come on, guys, we know like how human trafficking works, that they take these kids when they're little and they, they breed them up to where these kids think that this is normal behavior because it's all that they know. They don't right. know that they're victims, but they're still potentially victims. And then it was, well, what if Chris was speaking from personal experience? Okay, even if he was, which he's come out himself and said, no, I was not, this was not a personal situation. Even if he was, he can be a victim and still be doing the wrong thing with it and still right. be because he's still pushing oh, grooming shit. He, there's no excuse for that. Just because you're a victim doesn't mean that you get to help re-victimize. Like you're you're yeah. encouraging this kind of behavior. But he you're said he, that it, never it happened be normalized. Right? Yes, he did. He made a public statement because another creator had made a video, a very dramatic video, um, talking about how me and Tex were just monsters. Uh, because he was that 15-year-old boy, and it was very dramatic. I mean, the, the music was just... But, but he came out and said no, that he, he out and wasn't told the that actual... Creator, like, yo, weirdo, that didn't happen to me. Like, that wasn't me. Right. So now... He, yeah. Well, because it was at one point, he was alluding that it, like, he the way that he was that. wording things yes. made it yeah. seem like it was his personal story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then in news articles, when he gave news interviews... It was all a joke. The tweets were a joke. Everything was a joke. It and changed so every like, time on what started it yeah. and, and why he said it. Every time that he tells the story, yeah. it's different. 
So let me ask you this, because this is something he brought up. Do you guys work for TikTok or any of the uh, uh, government NATO. agencies? NATO. NATO or any yeah. of that? No, I'm not with NATO. I'm, I'm just a guy that works from home. I, uh, I, signed, uh, I, I signed an NDA. I can't. I can't talk about it. I it. <laughs> However, I have changed my screen name to Cat Soros now. Over on oh, the apparently, uh, I work. I love that. But that's what happens, though, right? Like when you when you say something that people don't want to people to know, then it has to build up around like this discredit campaign. This right. like. Hey. So but like he's just my, not good my at thing so is trapped, for trapped if you're listening this podcast so far has made i think five dollars we are not getting paid by anybody no i can't <laughs> yeah, right? doing the creator fund when me and tex go live uh we don't do the gifting on the tiktok lives uh like right. i'll do fundraisers where i i don't have the money and it goes directly to where it needs to go so that there's always receipts i'll do those but I'm definitely not paid by TikTok. I'm not in any kind of creator fund. I don't work for NATO. Um, I don't know how to hack into people's phones and stuff. I mean, like, that's such a weird thing, though, to come out with and to well, say. This is my what problem with is, why does he think like, he's so damn popular to even think that NATO would come right, for Right, the ego that the government is and worried about. Is, is he truly, and he truly believes this, he that does. they're after him. Like, even talking to like uh, one of his personal friends outside of TikTok, he does believe this. Like he believes that you know. You know who else thought him. this? You know who else thought this is now on a on a rebound now. Scott Stapp from Creed. Mm-hmm. In '99 or not '99? No, 2019. He lost his mind. Thought aliens were after him. FBI was after him. Yep. He was running through the woods. He was like his wife. No, his I'm, wife. I'm gonna have to look that one. Oh, oh, his <laughs> wife went up and said, we'll if you see him, about it, we'll come at you. <laughs> but but in the last two years, he has literally bounced back up, gotten gotten himself clean, gotten himself steady, level headed. He's back to making music and he sounds better than ever. Better than ever. And, but that's the problem with a lot of like um like he was also very getting into like conspiracy theory, which I yes. love. I'm obsessed with it. I love all the weird. Oh no! I love but all the but he I took love it. He took it you, way too far yeah. sometimes. Sometimes he, they don't come back up. They never come he, back up for air. Right. Uh, it reminds me of Wiley e. Coyote running off that cliff and doesn't realize the ground is gone. Mm-hmm. Right. But there because, were like there were drugs involved with that though too. Yeah. So. Uh, let me ask yeah. you, uh, Tex, yeah. what, what's it been like uh, this week, like uh, response from people and anything like that? Because, I mean, you've had to have blown up a bit from this. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, actually, yeah, it's been mixed. I mean, like, I have, like, some core support um, that, you know, ride or dies that will absolutely defend, especially this particular topic. Um and what he said, and then then you got your haters, of course, um, the defenders of him that are fangirling. And I'm, so I'm going to say the up. infamous whiteboard. I I caught a piece oh, you guys of that lie. I was that. I caught a piece of that where he was talking with it was Paris and someone else, and then 
this big old whiteboard showed up. And I was like, what the fuck did I just walk into? <laughs> this is TikTok. Why are we on whiteboards? CSI talk. Did you see like how like conspiracy they got with it though? Like I'm trying to figure out why the fuck they... they used a permanent marker on a goddamn whiteboard. Oh, God. uh, then there's that. We're too. all confused. But, but oh, hey, like good they... on them for using permanent marker because permanent. now it's That's the awesome. winning it's the winning auction item for the donations that we're running for the flood victims. Whoever yeah, t- donates the most actually. <laughs> the now. Tell tell us about this uh, auction that you have going. So. We we do a lot of these anyways. Uh, we've already done one for Kentucky. Me and General, me and General Pribs, we did a live where we auctioned off. She had a really embarrassing photo of her, dressed in colonial gear. She hates it. We auctioned it off. Surprisingly enough, we were able to raise um, over four thousand dollars in an hour. Wow! Bought generators, all kinds of stuff. So when all of this. You know, like TikTok can get really overwhelming, especially if you are someone who does that kind of content where you call out poor behavior and or, you know, it gets very dramatic and then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and it escalates so big and it's either going to keep going on forever, which it doesn't need to do. We, we get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's turning like this negative into a positive. So obviously there's a lot of attention around it right now. There's a lot of attention around creators fighting with each other right now. People are kind of sick of seeing it. People get sick of it quickly. Um, so the idea was just to turn it into a positive. That's good. Uh, so so and this goes to the, this the time we're in Kentucky. Very dramatic items. So nice. And, and this and this all goes. Is it still going on? Uh, like uh, GoFundMe it, or anything? No, like there was like a weird rumor that we were doing a GoFundMe, which oh. we've never done. Um. So there's a creator of the Cute KY shop, and she's been doing a lot of the fundraising for this. It's pretty much been her mission over on the talk, and we've tried to support her as best as we can in it. So the way that it's running is all donations either go directly to her, um, and she always posts updates of receipts where everything went. And then there's also Amazon wish lists where you can purchase, um, like, rebuild items that they need. There's also a Christmas list because Christmas is coming up, and, like, these people with kids i don't even want to think about how are they going to afford christmas i don't want to do christmas could you imagine losing everything and having to do christmas like oh so there's also like a christmas portion yeah and we just decided that after the whiteboard incident uh we were called a lot of really horrible things and accused of a lot of really horrible things so if we're going to be an asshole we're going to be an asshole with a purpose and we'll auction off really dramatic items from dramatic things that we've done on the app and then fun ones. And there's a wheel and people can win prizes. You can win the whiteboard. You can win Fiegel's crop top. You can win Texas. I, hat. I, I want that. I want that infamous trap. I was going to say, I'm going to have to bid on. I want her to I auction that. that off. And I don't think she will. The keychain, I, I want it. I saw because yeah, he was, uh, I did. Trap was like, cause it was September 11th. And he goes, Oh, we're doing this, and all military people are getting in. But yet, you're under the impression that they're after you. So why are you going to let them no, in? No, mind you, he said that's. He said that's why we started this was to prevent the military from coming into his show. But we work with them. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. somebody else that they reported one of the events that's being done for Jeffrey Epstein. She's like, I called Homeland Security on you guys. 
okay, well, last week you just accused us of working with Homeland Security. So you called us to complain about <laughs> right. us? Like a struggle. Which one is it? It's, uh, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the logic doesn't quite flow straight. Yeah, I, I feel like TikTok is high school. Circles, it circles around. <laughs> I feel like we're in high school with TikTok because there's a group here, there's a group there. This group doesn't won't talk to this group. This group will fight with this group until someone else in this group. Uh, it just. But you know, like, and, and that's why, like, this was kind of the most surprising thing because. For the most part, on the conservative side, it's always been save the children. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, since I've joined, like, yeah. and and he's not a part of like any group. And so, whenever we started getting the backlash, I'm like, wait, this has to do with kids. Like, this is like one of our core values as conservatives. Yeah, and like should, this unquote, should have never been. This conversation should have never been political in itself. It's, um, you're you're an asshole for not liking children or you're the asshole want to save the children. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause you could do it. I'd rather be the asshole trying to save the children <laughs> than be the asshole on this end. Cause well, these people the don't do well in jail. The other end, you're kind of evil. <laughs> and those, and those ones defending him are the ones calling us fake conservatives. We're the fed. We're like, and it's like, that's, no, that's right. What? Like, <laughs> but if you actually look at the whiteboard, another creator pointed this out today. Like, if you actually take a look at that whiteboard, all of the creators that are listed on there are ones who actually do things. They go out, they do events, they work within their school boards. They're they're doing yeah. stuff. They're doing fundraisers. They're doing charities. And then they're the side active, that's like yeah. complaining is doing literally nothing but hanging there, out on TikTok, which is fine. But like, don't there, call us fake. There's right. there's one creator that I'm surprised that didn't make the whiteboard because he does so much stuff out of Florida, and that's Ant. I'm amazed that they didn't put him on there. And I saw him make a post. He goes, everyone's trying to pull me in this TikTok drama and I really don't have time and nor do I care. And he won't. He will not. And I'm like, and he won't. I mean, I mean, and that's a good stance on it because he's busy as all ever. And I mean, good on him. Everybody kind of has like a job, right? Like everybody has something that they're good at. Everybody has a job in in the world, not just what you do for money, but like your job as a human being. Right. And Ant has always been able to do content in such a beautiful way that it's so relatable. It's funny. It's, you know, positive. It's, right. and, I, I will say I enjoy his morning TikToks. It. There's no reason for anybody to ever bring him into drama. He stays very neutral with everybody. He's not a call out creator. He loves everybody. And I think that at least I love that they, they respected that. Like he's pretty universally loved on that app by everybody. And I'm glad that they've left him alone with it. No, no, that someone made a TikTok uh, mocking his says conservative ants vagina. I did see that. I, I I was like, and then he made a post about it. I just started laughing. I was like, well, that happened. Yep. That happened. (laughs) (laughs) So weird. Yeah, well, no, like, I, it I is weird because, like, like some of these same people have made like for my nose, like dick nose, and because it's just so easy to make a TikTok profile. It's not like Facebook and all that where you have to like validate your email address mm-hmm. and, and go through the steps and whatnot. And 
And, and so it's just since it is so easy, like it takes two seconds to just create another TikTok profile. Yeah, yeah. You can my have, wife I knows she's like, on her like seventh or eighth one now. TikTok is, is like that? a different my world. Wife. It's like, it's like and, a and wild, she doesn't wild even wild say anything overly, overly like. You don't uh, have to. Don't she have doesn't, to. <laughs> and she's like, "Well, I've been I know, banned again." I know I'm creators like, oh, that are what? like just because I know creators that are just positive, and that's all they do is put out positivity. I mean, that mm-hmm. Creative Wonders guy, he got banned at one point, like seven. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. Hours, and literally, all he does is just encourage people. Well, I mean, Ant banned. lost his main account, and he doesn't do like what is he yeah. doing? But the, I've seen creators over because I'm my algorithm's weird. Like there is some political but it's like political conspiracy. And then I'm also on sick talk. And because of my main account, that's what I used to do primarily on there. Like I always kept it about, you know, my health and so that people were able to relate to that. And it was more for like the chronic ill community. They got that account banned, but not my drama accounts, of course, be- whatever. <laughs> uh, you can ask Jason. I was one for on- like, Oh, I'm going to pull a root on this hole and I will be like 50 feet down this hole and i would have pulled every conspiracy theory out in the chain and i'm like yeah i can't i, can't, I gotta stop doing this to From myself like sunday to wednesday <laughs> i think it was sunday to wednesday ryan was sending me like every 45 minutes another video another video and i'm like okay first off i have an account but i have never once posted on there i don't even really comment i just watch like i'm an outside right. observer on sure. tiktok that's how and i started um same so uh now my wife like i now said we're just causing shit storms all over the place yeah. she, she's been she's been she's been banned a couple times she, I, she has so many she just started numbering same name just different number just keeps yep. going up chronologically but um, i've seen creators over on sick talk get banned and all they do is create content about their health but there, someone, yes, because oh, wow. it'll be like, because of the health sensitivity of things. Now, somebody's always gonna have a problem with you, no matter what kind of content you put out, whether it's positive, call out, sick, you are always going to be the bad guy in somebody's story over and over and over again. Not everyone's going to like you, right? So, but unfortunately, people get butt hurt, and instead of just being like, Yeah, I don't like them, they report, report, report. Like, honestly, I'm getting annoyed that people keep reporting misfit because it's entertaining. Some of these people are just funny to watch themselves just look stupid. It's true. See, and that's, that's true. So why, why mass report it? Like, just leave the freaking accounts alone. That's it's, my it's that's my go-to. view on any social media is, if I had the money to have a social media, is mm-hmm. you can put up anything you want. I don't care if it's the most god-awful thing that 99% of the people hate. I'm going to keep it up there because I want people to see that. I right. want people to... I want people to see what type of person you really are, or mm-hmm. you know. That's not only that's, but when you get a when you get a video removed like, that you don't like, then your proof is gone. You're right. you're. Well, that's why, like, whenever I stitch or duet somebody that's like a hater of mine, because all from time to time, depending on how good they like come at me, I'll duet it at a comedy, and then if theirs gets removed, they're like, "Oh, you reported it." No, trust me. I want people to see your stupidity. Exactly. I absolutely did and not report it. We have a whole segment at the end of our podcast that I post that we play. A lot of times it's um, it's all TikToks, TikToks. But a lot of times it's just funny stuff that people have done, people have said, you know, stuff like that. But then we always put up the stuff that 
um, hey, this is this is what the left is saying. This is what you know they put up there. Yeah, you no, know, it's like good. kind of like libs of TikTok, but not quite down that. And we put it up at the end because yeah, they need to be shown, even if mm-hmm. we don't say anything. And we're like, yeah. yep, that just happened. Yeah, I absolutely agree. <laughs> so and that's you know, why, like, for me, is. like. I, I can I I mean there's dependent on topic obviously and what policy and, and whatnot I can agree with some liberals on things yeah um, and I have no issues like even duetting when I agree with them if we're, like that's why I got like in trouble or got hated on because I duetted that good trouble guy because what he said was true and accurate and it was yeah. funny and it was like okay well I'll, I, I don't like the guy he don't like me we're very we know exactly where we stand with each other but. This is one of those things that the topic that, like you said earlier, is, this isn't a political thing, or shouldn't be. Right. This no, is just the human morality. Right should here. never be political. That, it's very, very yeah, sad. Yeah, that's the thing. This is but this he, is a morality also issue, try to, not a political issue. Didn't he also try to compare it to men to women's sports too? Yeah, yeah I don't know that? what the hell his obsession with because the sports. Because a boys. Because a high school boys soccer team beat the women's uh, national. Team. By one point, <laughs> by one point, so, he's acting like they just slaughtered him. So in the, sports, uh, aren't sex. The the okay. So um, what he's doing? That's a deflection. He oh, didn't want to yeah. talk oh. about the issue there, so he's going to try deflecting it. Um, it's called the Mott and Bailey argument, where he can't defend the Mott, which is what he actually said. So he's going to retreat into this other argument, the Bailey, that is more yeah. universally accepted. Um, again, that part that you know boys shouldn't be competing against girls because naturally men are thirty percent pound for pound, thirty percent more muscle. Okay, yes, I coach wrestling again. I have girls on my team. In fact, I have one girl that I'm taking down to a national tournament in Grand Rapids in uh, at the beginning of October. And I'm working with her right now on her stamina and everything because she knows. And I told her, listen, pound for pound, you're going to be out muscled. Yeah. So if you're going to beat these guys, you're going to have to do it by outpacing them, out technique. Mm-hmm. And she can do it. I know yeah. she's a great fighter. Oh, she's also, I train her dad. I train MMA fighters, both men and women. I've been punched by both men and women. Oh, he came Same on the size. show not that long ago and got had a big old black eye. Black <laughs> eye had a cut from uh, an elbow. Um, <laughs> and the thing is, is, you know. Is that from a woman? Uh, that was actually from a guy. Um, I did get, uh, I did get uh, the back of my head split from a woman, though. So she came around. She did a really good job. She came around with a hook kick. So I was blocking the front thinking she was going to kick me straight on. And she hooked it around and clubbed me in the back of the head. And all of a sudden I reached back and I'm like, oh, oh, there's blood. Um, (laughs) So don't don't think that women can't fight. Trust me. I know a lot of women that can beat a lot of guys. Oh, absolutely. But to compare like sports, which is a willing participant sport, Right to consent to a sexual relationship. Exactly, right. that's the thing. So right. that's what I don't understand. So there's not too many people that will say, "Yeah, let's mix." You know, let's have guys on the girls' volleyball team. Let's have guys, you know, competing. I'll never watch women's swimming. volleyball let's if have, there are guys know, on it now. Um, 
you know, I loved Michigan last year. They had the first all-girls state championship. Mm -hmm. That was perfect. The girl that I'm training barely won during the season. She was second in the state in women's. Wow. Because she was going against other females. Mm -hmm. She's going to college next year. She already, uh, uh, she hasn't signed because she can't do it until spring, but she's already got a college lined up to be on their team next year. Good. For their women's team. That's awesome. So yeah, that's awesome. She knows when she goes up against guys, but that's not the issue here. He's trying to deflect mm-hmm. against, going mm-hmm. to saying something that most people will say, yeah, yeah, you're kind of right about that, hoping right. that they forget about his original comment. Mm-hmm. No, I don't forget. It, it, ain't, it ain't working, that's for sure. <laughs> and this, this is a hill that I'll die on over and over and over again. Yeah. I don't care but if you he, don't want to be friends with me anymore. I don't care if you want to say negative things about me online anymore because at the end of the day, I'm going to stand against people messing yeah, I don't with care if you're. I don't care if you're a conservative, a patriot, whatever. Like, at the end of the day, I mean, it's, it's wrong. you even talked about it, how, like, if Tex would have said something like that, there's no way I would have let it slide. We wouldn't no, be friends. I That's my best friend. We would not be friends anymore. Done. Get away from me. Get out of my life. Stay away from me. Right. Um, right. Exactly. So the people to ignore it from a perfect stranger just is mind-bending. Like, it, nobody is friends with him. Because he interacts you, with you on the internet does not mean he's friends with you. It, the thing no. is, is something like that, the way that I look at it is, imagine if somebody that was watching your kids said something like that. Mm-hmm. I would never let them around my kid. No. Because I would no. not know what goes through their head. No, you're absolutely right. Absolutely. If you can defend it, does yes. it mean that you... That means you're rationalizing are... it. Right. And if you can rationalize it, then you can agree and accept it and possibly act on it yep right not I saying he, exactly not saying he's acting on it no so don't come and sue me saying that you're doing something you're not you're on the whiteboard <laughs> i'm on the whiteboard <laughs> now oh yeah <laughs> but the what i'm saying is is you know it's not a slippery slope argument to say if you're defending it you're rationalizing if you're rationalizing uh-huh. you're accepting if you're accepting you're acting you can act on yeah. it it's always yeah. it should be a quick answer, right? Like, do you support 15 year olds giving consent to an adult relationship? No, no, that's no. it. That's the answer. There's no, well, this one time I knew that no, no, no is the answer. No, it's very, very simple. And no. then you and know, know, now we're seeing the backlash of like, and I know some states have worse. Some states have, uh, you know, that Romeo and Juliet clause and all that Which stuff. It's like, so those different. are like two years. Cal- California like two has years. the has the ten year clause now, but they turned it from a felony to a misdemeanor yeah. if you have a ten year gap. And I'm like, yeah, no. again, also, what is, a, what a, is a ten year? What is a ten year gap? No, it's still. What does no. a twenty-five I mean, yourself, year old say? Yourself say somebody that's at, not a teacher, not in that position. What does a twenty-five-year-old have in common with exactly. a fifteen-year-old? Sex. That's yeah, it. Put yourself that's back it. at twenty-five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put yourself back at twenty-five. I mean, why would you want to, whether you're male or female, look back and go, "Yeah, I want to date a high schooler." Well, like my daughter is about to be twenty, and when she has her friends, and I, you know, I'll stop over at her apartment or whatever, and all her little friends will be over there because it's like her first apartment, and it's just a flop house. 
never once. And they're 18, 19. They look like babies to me at 18, 19. Isn't it strange? It's weird. Like, babies so i'm like how is this i went and visited my old alma mater uh cmu which evidently sent out uh CMS. hey that's where that's that's actually where my daughter goes is CMU. <laughs> and i yes and i look and i'm looking around campus and i'm going because i was thinking oh maybe i'll go back and get my teaching degree i worked in yeah. film and television i have a degree there maybe i'll get my teaching certificate and i looked around and i'm like man do i feel old now like so when you hear this argument of like well yeah like this you know honestly what's been the most disgusting to me isn't necessarily what came out of his mouth but was the influx of supporters afterwards that were trying to make things okay yeah you know, no, that, didn't, that like, didn't help at all he, no i mean went, that, like 12 year olds can give consent whoa he went like, one way and then it was here? like everybody was that that whole double down, he doubled down, then everybody else doubled down, and it yeah. was just like Well then, like I said, they come like, up with this, weird this arguments. Is a roller know, coaster was, I don't ever want to be on. Yeah, there was that one woman that said that uh it, again, I don't remember anybody's names from TikTok because I scroll so, so fast from one person and then hit the next. <laughs> it's but, actually kind of cool to like hear somebody's opinion that's not involved in it, but yeah, so I, and right. she was talking about you know, well, there was, uh, you know, these 16-year-olds, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, uh, raped somebody that was 40. So you're saying the 40-year-old wasn't? I'm like, no, nobody's saying that. It, this is, she, now, it was a female creator, right? Yes. It's the same creator that had said, do I think that you can give consent at 12, 13, 14? Yes, she said yes. that, too. Yes. And I'm like, okay, now we've lowered, whoa, like we've we've really lowered the bar here. Well, the irony of the whole deal is, the, the funny thing is, is most of these people believe that you can't change your gender at that age. And mm -hmm. that uh, the school curriculum needs to not, to be a certain yeah. way. But all of a sudden now with this scenario, it's, it's like, are you right. serious? You don't want teachers like, teaching yourself? their kids about gender issues, but you're cool with the teachers sleeping with your kids. Like, where it was. Well, you don't want sex ed, but you don't mind your teacher sleeping with them. You said I'm something that. during that one live with the whiteboard about clout. That's what this is. It's, it's publicity in its way is publicity, either mm -hmm. good or bad. And the thing is, they're being looked at regardless of the situation. And that's what's, that's, what's terrible. Like what were you, what are you willing to do for clout? Yeah. For those clicks, for those comments, for people to actually click on your page. And it's like, well, and then a lot why? of it's just distaste for other creators. So there's like personal, issues between two creators and so of course this one can't agree with this one and i get that for that the should, most part like i've seen it happen like, I, I, see I, I see this I, I on could, tiktoks i also see this on twitter any social media they kind of do the same thing uh you know with the national where they again take something that is in this case very singular focused 15 year old 25 year old teacher mm -hmm. student and then trying to go, well, you're saying that, you know, uh, you know, if just because they're older means that, again, I'm going back to this one, just because she's older, she's always the one that's in trouble, even though this, you know, 14, 15 year old raped her. And it's like, no, that's a whole different situation. If yes. they're 
if there's violence involved, yes, a 15 year old, I, again, I coach 15 year olds. Mm -hmm. I know that there's a lot of 15 year olds that are my size. Yes. And can overpower somebody older than them. That yes. is completely different scenario mm -hmm. than this. But they like to take what you're saying or what, you know, somebody says and make these false equivalencies to right. something else. Right. And Which really, to me, just looks like you're trying to excuse pedophilia. It is. And there's just, there's oh, no line for me. I don't care about the situation. If it's an adult and a child, the answer is no. There is no situation oh, in which that is okay. No, Ever. never. Like, now, I, I do want to take a side note in this conversation. Your minions are in our chat on YouTube, and they're just are blowing they? it up. Yes, they oh, are. Really? We can't see um, you guys. I'm sorry. I'm I sat here and I, I've been I've been saying hi to everybody that's coming in and everything, and I'm just like, wow! It it, it just went from like zero to twenty four within like less than an hour, and I'm like. Well, there's that's nobody fantastic. in the Rumble chat right now, No, there's no right. one in the Rumble. <laughs> I don't expect anybody in the Rumble chat. The YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Rumble, um, Rumble is, it's not necessarily our backup, but it's the one that uh, we know won't get right. <laughs> taken oh, yeah. down. Yeah. I know. Um, we need to start looking into some options for ours with them banning ours. Like, that was, ugh. Because that annoys me more than you ban in my accounts on TikTok. And I probably shouldn't say that out loud because then I'm letting people know it bothers me. But why do this one? You know what I mean? Like, we're not talking about drama over on YouTube for the most part. And if we do, we're talking about it like this. We're taking a YouTube's guidelines. It's their guidelines. It's they're they're very they're a lot more sensitive than you realize. But if no one was reporting it, it wouldn't be getting picked up. So no. like being reported by some jackass that just has a personal problem. More than Sometimes like it's not even right. them being reported. They're actually, there's a YouTube moderation where they'll actually pull and actually play it. And it's like, and the minute you hint at anything that could be referenced into their guidelines mm -hmm. and it doesn't go and it does, they don't like it. It's like the Facebook fact checkers. They'll just know. And it's like, really? You're reading your personal emails now over yes, on that Facebook. They're just like, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to talk about that. Some of the chats back and forth or even the night of the election. Then looking at that and I'm going, man, my Facebook uh, messages. Oh, blew dude, our, fa our Facebook. The night of the election. Uh, people telling me is, to go down. This is old news because. Well, years they back, I've, I've gotten content violations in Facebook Messenger before. What? I never got one like in Messenger, ago. no. Yeah, I've gotten no. them in Facebook. Yeah, no, I, I have gotten them in Messenger where I've been banned for messaging. Wow. Nope, wow. never. Yeah, I, I, never. Didn't, I didn't know how long it was going. That. You never told me that. That's crazy. But I saw, but it hit the news because they, they, someone did a report on it. We were going to talk about that later. But it, it started starting to get out there, and I'm like, that's just that's just fucking weird, and I and it has to and it all has to do come down to the FBI investigation, and that's the issue, that's the ultimate issue right there. But um, yeah. all right, guys. Well, it is nine thirty. Yes. I could only do an I'm hour tonight. Thank you. No, we understand. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Absolutely. If you guys want to promote promote your stuff real quick before yeah, you let hop people off. know where they can find you. 
Uh, for us, like obviously we're on TikTok, but we get banned every other week. It feels like so. Like the main stay for now, at least, is YouTube, uh, Twitch, and Facebook on the Freedom Fam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then just like our, our TikToks, taxes is usually always conservative tax. Mine's always a variation of President-elect get cat, um, or cat of some sort, but primarily over on YouTube. All right. Well, Rock thank you for joining on. us right, and letting folks. us know uh, no, the drama this week and everything. Yeah, like, we'll keep like, you updated. I'm sure there'll be more. Oh, I'm, sure keep, there'll be more. I, I'm subscribed to your TikTok now. I'll keep watching. Now I'm going to subscribe to the YouTube and everything. And, uh... <laughs> oh, and also, before I get off, don't forget that Sunday night we are doing a fundraiser for the uh, for the flood victims, and that'll be on my page general pribs page rebel pickles page and cute ky shop we are going to have a bunch of things that you can win by donating we also have an auction and the highest bidder gets the infamous whiteboard so don't forget to go over there and check us out on sunday night all right this show will actually be edited tomorrow and posted tomorrow so if you want to send all that digitally to me uh i will put it in our show notes too Yep. Awesome. Okay. Uh, people that are watching live, you can subscribe to us uh, through yeah, pretty much any guys, podcast, and it'll you'll please have subscribe. it by tomorrow. On on the best thing is cool. we just hit Pandora on Monday, so our shows are now streaming through Pandora. Um, I was really excited about that because Pandora is a pain in the ass to get on. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Keep getting out there, guys. Keep doing what you're doing, and thank, thank you for you. having us on. You also, no, thank you. Also, you guys have a good rest of your you. night. Have a you guys one. too. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that <man>. was fun. <laughs> that was a great conversation, man. There was so much that happened this past week with them, and you know, it it all comes down to, like they said, people are defending pedophilia. Whether it goes by Chris's textbook th- Webster definition of it. I was going to say, I think they're more, def- they are backing, in this situation, they are backing the wrong horse in the conversation. Yes. Um, yes. So since that is all done, I didn't get a chance to do any of our contacts. So always remember, I'm going to do our contact now and then we're going to move on. So. Our, our website is firetalkradio.com. It is currently down. We're working on getting it back up. Check us out on YouTube. All those that are in our YouTube chat, thank you for joining. Please subscribe, hang out, like. We'll know when we're live. Um, go to Anchor. Uh, you check us out on Spotify. And anywhere you're streaming, you'll see us. Uh, check it, Or if you want to email us questions, you listen to past shows, and you hear a topic you want to talk about, send it to firetalknetwork at gmail.com. Um, or call us at 814-380-9820. Yes. God, I actually remembered it. I actually remembered it without looking this time. Um, and our music is always brought to you by Psychostick because they are fantastic and they are friends of ours. Um, shit. It's, that was, that was, that was, just... a, that was an awesome conversation. Uh, so much to, to unpack there, but, uh, um, yeah, I'm going to be following them, uh, you know, not just for this, uh, definitely, uh, Texan cat, great people. And, um, yeah. I'm glad you, I'm glad you introduced me to them. Cause like, uh, like I said, I just kind of watch TikTok and even... stuff from the outside. So, so I'm like, I was sitting there watching it. I was sitting there watching all the mess. And I'm like, 
man, I gotta, I, I got, I gotta have them for the show somehow. So I just, I messaged Cat, and Cat was took her like a day, and she replied, and I sent her all the information. She's like, yeah, and then by Wednesday, I was like, I hadn't heard from them, and I was like, I bet you they're bailing. I gotta build the show up just in case if they're bailing. I'm so glad they made it, and this is. This has been such, this was a great experience because it was a great conversation. The great back and forth. Uh, Because no one, leave the children alone. Yeah. You know, anybody that's listening, if you're an adult, you know, even like I said, you have to, you have to have these boundaries so that what goes on in a student's head, we can't control, but you're the adult. You are the responsible one. You are the one that doesn't let it get to any point. And if you're defending an adult's behavior with a child, you're on the wrong side. You, that's that's evil. That's morally reprehensible. All right. So we're going to start moving on here. Uh... <laughs> I love this. Jason sent me this, and I was like, wow. So she thought she was buying a she said. Um, so a TikToker um, decides to uh, think it's a she said, but ends up getting a shed to cut costs and rent. Um, this is She bought the shed for about two grand. There's an air conditioner in it. It Not right away like. there wasn't. Her dad, no. if you read down, her dad put the air. So she bought this shed to live in, her and her son. And it, she lives in Texas, and it was ungodly hot. Like, it was blazes of hell hot in there. No, I think, I don't know if there was a window or not, but either way. And uh, she didn't those do anything. Get, those, those sheds get warm, too. They get so hot. I have a she shed. That we bought that I was going to turn into my office. Oh, uh, the never TikTok's did. down. <laughs> um, but she, uh, what basically happened was, is uh, she dropped that, not realizing that in order to make those things halfway livable, you have to add more to them. They're basically, they're a shed. That's what they are. So yeah. they're four walls and a roof, no airflow, no cooling. You can put electricity in there. But there's no running water. There's no, like. No insulation. No insulate. That's the other part. You know, to keep the cold in and the hot out or the cold out and the hot in, you have to insulate. Right now, uh, based on the uh, the video when it was posted and uh, based on the uh, photo, it's basically walls and two by four. External walls and two by four. So that thing gets. You know, so how any I don't understand how anybody would think that that would equate like a tiny house. Have you ever watched Tiny House Nation or anything like that? Yeah, I've seen like the Home Depot ones, like like the two story ones, actually turned into a she shed or a livable tiny home. But it takes so much work, and you're sacrificing a lot of convenience for well, very little money. Like I said, yeah. Well, I mean, you're saving a lot of money if you can get it livable. We did this with a uh, hunting property that we have uh, 
in yeah. up north. And we put up, we basically, we bought a shed and we put it out there. And uh, it's a pretty big shed. Like, you know, during hunting season, uh, we normally get maybe about six guys because we put bunk beds in there, big bunk beds. And um, so to do that, though, we put in almost as much money into it as we bought it for because yeah. we had to we bought insulation we bought drywall we bought uh out there there was no electricity so we wired it up to run off a generator for uh when we go out there in uh the summer because we do go out there in the summer periodically we put an air conditioner in there that costs money we have a, a heater that we put in there for during the hunting season uh you know again these it's fine for a weekend or a week or short time you know uh but there's no running water in them there's no bathroom there's no you know none of the convenience that you need for a home and it is not like like you look at these tiny houses they pump in water or they have some way of putting water on the outside that's gravity fed you know they have water they have uh um certain toiletries they have insulation they have cooling they have heating that's all a part of the house i still don't even get how she was able to get that like passed as a house i don't think she ever did probably um, not because even not my all. even my shout out back I had the uh, uh, township stop by. I don't know if they were doing a drive-by or if a neighbor, like, ratted on me or what. But they saw it, and they saw me working on it. And all of a sudden, I had to get permits. And it pissed me off. Because I'm like, it's a shed. Nobody's living in it. Like, I was making it so that I could work out of it rather than a spare bedroom to free up a bedroom in our house. Eh, um, but they didn't like that, so I had to do all this stuff. And um, I want to say, yeah, it probably cost me. I think mine was more expensive because mine actually looks like a little mini house. So probably more than she did. I probably paid for it, but it probably cost me a couple grand. Yeah. Just getting the stuff to make it livable during the day while I'm working out there, not living out there. All right. So, all right. So let's, let's, let's toss it. Uh, we're tossing. Where are we tossing uh, to? So, oh yeah, we're tossing something. So we got uh, an illegal immigration issue. I guess <laughs> it's not even an issue. Oh, but the border is secure, man. Border is secure. Border is so secure. As long as they're not in my backyard, that that's the, uh, the Democrat liberal mindset. So there's nothing wrong with the border until it ends up in my backyard. So DeSantis sent 50 some migrants to Martha's vineyard. And everyone was upset because nobody told people of Martha's Vineyard that immigrants were coming. 
Um, but they're a sanctuary city. Yes. They're they're supposed to be equipped to handle immigrants. Um a, two busloads showed up at Kamala Harris's front door. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, and she never came out. The Secret Service agents came out to make sure that they don't go in, they don't disturb her home. Well, I mean, we we wouldn't disturb your home if the border wasn't open. So, I mean, so this whole thing, you have to remember, it started with um, who's the Texas senator? I uh, uh, Abbott Cruz. He's the governor. Oh, the senator, yeah. Uh, Ted Cruz said that uh, he wanted to put through legislation that uh, they would ship migrants from the border. Because, don't forget, they're coming across the border. They're going into towns that have 30,000 people, 100,000 people. One town, I can't remember the name of it, uh, or one city, has like less than 100,000 people. And they were getting an influx of... uh, 1500 immigrants a day yeah a day like people were like living on the sidewalks it was like san francisco they're gonna have a a a shit app soon right of where 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 feces is in your town the thing is is the uh this administration is not doing anything to curb any of that they're not trying to shut down the border they're not doing anything to move people out they're letting them live underneath the uh the overpasses i mean you have thousands of uh illegal uh immigrants living under overpasses right on this side of the border and they have a problem because 50 people get shipped into martha's vineyard or a couple hundred get shipped into Chicago or Washington, D.C. I, I wonder if Oprah was at her home in Martha's Vineyard when they showed up. Because, you know, Oprah lives in, Mar- has a home well, in Martha's Vineyard. So do the, the Obamas. Yeah, Obamas have, like, uh, multiple acres in Martha's Vineyard. They have more than enough space to house everyone. Yeah. Here's a, here's a lawyer in Martha's Vineyard talking about this and just the hypocrisy from them coming from Marth- from these people. They were told there was a surprise present for them and that there would be jobs and housing awaiting for them when they arrived. This was obviously a sadistic lie. Not only did those responsible for this stunt know that there was no housing and no employment awaiting the migrants, they also very intentionally chose not to call ahead to any single office authority on Martha's Vineyard so that even the most basic human needs arrangements could be made. Do these border towns uh, get notified ahead of time? That mm, depends on what side of the, the, the fence they're on. I doubt it. <laughs> what about when uh, Biden uh, ships them all over the U.S. into small towns in Iowa, Northern Michigan, and... Uh, Pennsylvania. You know, Pennsylvania in the middle of the night. Are they notified? They probably are because they're they're democratic states, so they're probably told. Iowa's hey, we're bringing dem- it, but they're Iowa not. It's just state? not public, huh? Is Iowa a Democrat state? 
I think it, I don't think no, I think that one's a red. So yeah, but the question, but the point is, is you guys, you're you're literally like the richest island, the richest city around, and you're telling me you guys don't have the resources. Ensuring that no help awaited the migrants at all was the entire point. It could not be clearer that this is an attempt to ensure that these people are ordered removed, even as they try as hard as they can to comply with the instructions provided to them. There is no other reason to list as someone's mailing address a homeless shelter in Tacoma, Washington, when they ship him to Massachusetts. To the people who find themselves, these wonderful people, who find themselves plane wrecked on our island. Plane wrecked? I have a message for all of them. You are not alone. We have your backs. We are proud to be here for you. No, you and we've got you. Alone. If the intention of those who perpetrated this horrendous act was Time to create a crisis, you. you have failed. Uh, I, I wanted to break like out into a Michael shipped, Jackson song. She makes it sound like they were shipped to Alcatraz. My thing is, they weren't even on a boat ever. Like, they got on a air conditioned flight. Free, by free, the way. To them, at least. It cost the Florida taxpayers money, but. Yeah. Uh, to go to an island in the United States that very few people can visit because we don't have the money. You know, yeah. a place that's good enough for the Obamas, Oprah, the Bidens. Didn't Biden fall on a uh, a bicycle there while he was Yeah, stopped? probably. Uh, hell if I know. Um, Biden was like, yeah, he was in Martha's Vineyard, uh, stopped on a bike and fell over. It fell over. Yeah, no, there's an actual like a goof off in Google Maps where it will show up. Biden's Biden Falls. That's what it's called. Yeah. And I'm like, you, you know, it's funny when Google's trolling you now. Right. So let me. uh Pull up. Let's, I let's need get to, to some KGP. Hold, hold, on, hold on, hold on. Before we even get to that, uh, I'm pulling up one more video. Uh, again, from from TikTok because TikTok is our go-to for everything. It makes it makes our little videos easier to fucking play. Exactly. <laughs> Someone screenshot some of the comments from a Martha's Vineyard Facebook group. And the residents that live there are beginning to turn on one another. And it is fucking hilarious. And then you even have some of them beginning to claim there is a housing shortage in Martha's Vineyard. A housing shortage in one of the most affluent regions of the entire United States. Sounds like a lot of bullshit to me. Especially considering that a lot of rich people have a fourth or fifth home located in Martha's Vineyard. So why don't the Bidens just invite them in onto their property then? 
I don't think the Bidens actually have. I they're they don't have property in Martha's Vineyard. They visit. They only have property in uh, Delaware. Ah, uh, okay. The Obamas. There we go. There we go. I mean, they had they that have giant more than party for, for yeah. They have plenty of room. They put know. that big white tent back up and they let them have that giant tent as a little city. Oh, It'll yeah. work. Yeah, you know, I bet Martha's Vineyard is nice this time of year, especially in a big white tent. Oh yeah. I wouldn't mind, you know, put up some porta johns, maybe one of them hand washing stations that you pump with your feet. I could just see it, you know, Martha's Vineyard, home of illegals, you know, but again, it's not just Martha's Vineyard. You had the uh, uh, buggy eyed mayor of Chicago. Oh, God, Lori Lightfoot, Lori Lightfoot. Talking about how this is akin to human trafficking. I mean, I mean, the state of Illinois is going to be the purge on January first. So it's the you know again these Democrats are so hypocritical. They want to spout off, yes, we're a sanctuary city. We're we want all we want all immigrants. We want illegal. They they just want uh, asylum. They just want they constantly say all that stuff. But then as soon as it's in their yard and they can see it, as soon as the vice president can look out her balcony and see that there's a Mexican out there. Dear God, get that Mexican away from me. Right? It's, uh... I mean, she had, she had, the, um, she had the Secret Service making sure that they didn't get it onto the property. So, there was that. Yeah. Um, okay, so you said you wanted to get into some press conference stuff. Get some KGP. Yes. Or KPG, whatever. K- Queen Jean Pierre. KJP. 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 There we yes. go. My brain, my brain isn't working correctly with acronyms. <laughs> Are you gonna bring it up or do you want me to? You. Oh. Just waiting on you. Waiting on me. So I got I gotta I gotta bring this stuff up. So I gotta copy. And then paste. All right. Ah, why did it bring up Discord? I don't want Discord. <laughs> uh, that's not it. See, this is what you get for putting me on the spot. Uh, that's. Uh, let's see here. We got a ton of these, so this is in no particular order because. There's just so many. Oh, I mean, there's only like six. There's only like six. Uh, all right, let's put this all. So we got this one going. The administration considering moving some of these migrants from these border communities to other parts of the country to relieve uh, some of the crowding that we've seen on the border. 
So there's there's always conversations happening about how to deal with changing circumstances at the border and improve border processing systems. Uh, I don't have any new policies to, to preview from here. We got to remember this immigration system was also decimated and gutted uh, by this last administration. Is the administration considering oh, these migrants from these border communities to other parts of the country to relieve uh, some of the crowding that we've seen on the border? So there's there's always conversations happening about how to deal with changing circumstances at the border and improve border processing systems. Uh, I don't have any new policies to, to preview from here. We got to remember this immigration system was also decimated and gutted uh, by this last administration. <laughs> so the last administration had Title 42 stay in Mexico, had a wall to be built, that was being built. To stop and this. The reason why it it halted, it didn't get built right away is because the Congress was playing fuck around and find out with their money yep. to get if they had just given him the funds, oh, maybe we should have funded a war in Ukraine to get the funds for the southern border. Right. Because there's like almost $500 billion of our money going to another country for them getting their asses handed to them right now. Um, Which is, uh, what, like almost 100 times what the wall is? uh, I think he only wanted like $8 billion. $8 billion? Yeah. Right? So $8 billion to protect our southern border, which has... We don't necessarily need a wall along the northern border. Nobody from Canada yet is trying to jump the border to get into the U.S. I don't think the Mounties would let that happen. That and, um, like, they're 100% free on our legal on weed. So, 10 to 1, mostly everyone's just too damn high to care. Um, But... But so, you know, this is the one thing that of everything the federal government is supposed to do, this is like the one thing they're supposed to do is protect our borders. Because there's supposed to be walls put up. There's supposed to be cameras installed. Um, yeah, that's the thing. It's not just the walls. It's not just, oh, we're going to put up a big giant fence. Because you have people saying, well, that, that's not going to keep people out. People can jump a fence. Yeah, but it's more than just the fence. You have cameras up. You have drone footage. You have, yeah. you know. Those cameras the, that they're the using point- are supposed to be motion sensors. So they're they're actively looking for heat signatures. And, and the thing is, is just like, you know, a lock doesn't keep someone out of your house. What it does do is. It's a deterrent saying you have to work harder to get in my house. You know, uh, we had a rash of uh, people stealing from cars in our neighborhood. You know, the cars they stole from. The ones that were unlocked. Yeah. You know why? Because it's a lot harder to get into a car that's locked. Then you're breaking glass. You're doing same thing. If you have a wall there and you have cameras and you have that, that's a deterrent. It makes it harder. 
you stopped it. Your very first day in office, you stopped it. And now exactly that you have to actually see some, like a small fraction of what these southern towns and cities have to deal with in red states because they're not coming into blue states. They're coming into red states. And because you have to see a tiny, tiny fraction, you're not, you're seeing a tiny fraction of what this one town, like I said, that was getting 1500 people a day, a tiny fraction of what this town was getting. You think they have the resources? Then you have, Here's another one. The DHS plan then to move migrants to the northern border to relieve some of the crowding at the southern border. I just, I, I was just asked about this question. That's been already asked and answered. I just, I literally just answered that question. I didn't understand what your answer was. Did well, you turn down the plan or? When this is over, you can look at the, the transcript and take a look. So you won't clarify. I, I literally, Jackie, I just answered that question. So do you think then that the system that you have in place is working? <laughs> what we are asking for, we are asking for Congress to act. They should help us and work with us in finding a solutions. And they are not dealing with a broken system. Is that an acknowledgement that, that I just answered your question. We're moving on. Yeah, it's a broken system. I mean, uh, I mean, she's not wrong there, but the thing is, like, there was there were policies and everything again in place that would have uh, helped a lot. I think the main one is the Title Forty Two to stay in Mexico. Stay in Mexico until your asylum gets picked. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Then you don't have to worry about uh, asylum judges. You know, that was one of their things. Well, there's no asylum judges on the island. Well, if they were staying in Mexico, that wouldn't have been an issue. You know, what they're doing when they talk about human trafficking, they're incentivizing these coyote human traffickers that, you know, are bringing them across the border and letting them die. They're bringing them up to the border. There was one interview. Uh, I couldn't find it. Bringing uh, children. It, but I there mean, was one where the the coyotes got them as far as uh, the Rio Grande. And one of the guys said, yeah, I was had a travel partner. I think he came from like Honduras or something. And uh, he goes, we got all the way to the Rio Grande, but the water was rising. And my travel partner was swept away and I never saw him again come to find out through the reports that the guy was found dead down the river, but they don't care. Yeah. That's where they're putting their closing the wall at right there. Cause it's easier to close up the wall instead of building a bridge. I mean, so, it's not the know. point though. It's Let's, just, there's a reason why there's a One point more. of entry. Southern border, but these record crossings have been happening under President Biden. Uh, one migrant we interviewed yesterday thanks the president for keeping the border open. So I just want to confirm the way that this administration sees it, ending Remain in Mexico or Title 42 had nothing to do with the surge that we're seeing. So let me just step back for a second and 
lay out what we have done. What about the, the record crossing number? I mean, you're reading off, you know, expulsions and things like that because all these people are coming over. Yes, and they're also being encountered. Yesterday, you They're being encountered. No, no, not all of them. No, they're not. And then when they are being encountered, you're putting them into one of these towns, border towns, and saying, good luck. We'll contact you or you contact us. And, and usually that what contact the Santa's usually doesn't saying, happen for like a year or two because how long it takes to get in front of a judge. Right. So... Um, I like uh, DeSantis's uh, rebuttal to all this. Have you have you heard this one yet? Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. It was uh, DeSantis was got real fucking snappy, and I was like, I am here for the snappiness because he was like, yeah, yep. Here's uh, DeSantis. Uh, what he has to say. Governor Ron DeSantis responds to the hypocrisy of liberals freaking out because they sent a total of 50 migrants to Martha's Vineyard when millions are pouring into Republican states. We are not a sanctuary state, and it's better to be able to go to a sanctuary jurisdiction. And yes, we will help facilitate that transport for you to be able to go to greener pastures. Biden would fly people in the middle of the night, dump them all across this country. There was no warning on any of this. And all those people in D.C. and New York were beating their chests when Trump was president, saying they were so proud to be sanctuary jurisdictions, saying how bad it was to have a secure border. The minute even a small fraction of what those border towns deal with every day is brought to their front door, they all of a sudden go berserk. And they're so upset that this is happening. And it just shows you, you know, their virtue signaling is a fraud. Yep. I mean, I mean, he's, he, I mean, he hit the nail on the, the head on that one. Um, That's all it is. It's virtue signaling until it affects them. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, uh, inflation isn't a big deal because, you know, we're multimillionaires and, uh, you know. Well, it's a big deal to me. Sure, it's a big deal to you. I was... I'm- I'm I'm happy I'm working from home so I can save money. So it well, on gas, so but what about groceries? <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to talk about my grocery bill. I just I, my I grocery just found, bill. I just found from... a friend of mine to buy. I just found a friend uh, to buy. Uh, uh, actually, it's my neighbor has chickens, and I started buying um, eggs from him. And the reason is. Well, one, they're better eggs. Like, we always kind of, he gave me extra eggs when he had them and stuff. Now yeah. I'm like, dude, I will take any and all eggs and I will pay you for them because I went down to the grocery store. I go through probably between me and my son, we eat a lot of eggs. We work out a lot and eggs are as great protein and uh, vitamins yeah. and all of that. Um, so, and, and you can cook them quickly. You can make up any meal pretty quick with eggs, which is I, I love. So, we go through, in a meal between the two of us, we go through half a dozen eggs. 
we each get about three eggs, you know, and we cook them up and scramble or whatever we do with them that meal. And we might have them for breakfast, lunch, and then have a normal dinner. I feel like uh, uh, one of them uh, shake commercials, breakfast, lunch, and eat a sensible dinner. Sure. the, uh, The point is, is I went down to the store and eggs a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, always ran between, depending on the store, 99 cents to $2 a dozen. Yeah. Um, they were four seventy nine on sale down from over $5. Yep. Now, when I go to the store, I buy like six, eight, ten dozen at a time because I don't want to run. I go through them fast. I don't want to run down there every two days, every three days. I do, I do about three eggs, three eggs a day for breakfast. Um, and that usually lasts me about a, a week and a half, almost two weeks. Cause I get, I get the two 18 count cartons. Um, and, yeah, yeah, we'll get the 18 or the 12 normally, but either way, 18, this was for a 12 count, by the way, this wasn't the 18 count. And I'm looking at this going, wait a minute. That means in a week I'm spending $30. Cause if we, if we go through six eggs in the morning, three, and then we get another three eggs yeah, for lunch or dinner that day, maybe the next day we don't eat, whatever it is, go through probably about two or three dozen a week. I'm sure. A lot of people are now going to jump on going, oh, your cholesterol has to be high and all that stuff. No. Our cholesterol Whites are bad. Yolk, yolks are bad. Yeah. All of all it's bad. good. Well, yolks have the uh, the vitamins in it, but the whites have the protein, so you should just be eating the whites. And Listen, we eat the whole egg outside, not the shell. We eat the whole inside of the egg. And my cholesterol. Feed the shells back to the chicken. My, he does do that, yeah. Um, actually, my wife uh, puts them in the garden. Uh, she crushes them up and saves them and puts them in the garden for uh, calcium. Well, I was watching someone on, on TikTok. He goes, I give my uh, chickens red pepper flakes because they don't have taste buds. I'm like, do they have heat sensors? Like, nope. Can they taste nope. capsaicin, like the spiciness? They cannot. Hmm. So... Um, so that, but, I wonder if that makes spicy eggs, though. <laughs> I don't know. But either way, uh, now, to Biden, who thinks that everything is hunky-dory with the uh, economy, he just came out and said the economy was great. He literally just came out, what was it, this week, I think? It was during the Inflation Reduction Act signing. He was okay, out. He was yes. like, he, he popped a cork and yada, yada, yada. But on the same screen, everyone was watching the stock market fucking tank. Like, pummel. 12,000 like points. I was, I, was like, I was like, does he 
does he not? Does how did no one? I mean, it was to the point CNN was like, "That's great, go do something else," and they had to get away from it because they were like, "Yeah, this is kind of hypocritical. You're talking about how great our economy is, but yet we're watching the stock market in real time tank right. on live television." Right. It's yeah. It's it's completely bonkers that like how how can they with a straight face try to make these spins there's a handful to say of we're not in a recession no no if you don't Even like the you... definitions it's time to change the definition and i'm like you know you don't you can't change a fucking definition uh definition is a definition recession is a recession we're in a recession you can't just spin a new definition on it. We're still falling down. We're still below where we were when the previous administration was in effect. Like far, what far. Right. And like, I thought I was middle class and I just found out I'm poor again. Far. Right. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Um, that's that's <laughs> us too, you know. And now we're so looking well, at and now I'm everyone. Like, everyone is trying to look at second jobs or him saying, "Well, you know, rises are up. People are getting raises again." No, raises are not up up to what inflation is. Raises are up like two percent. Inflation is at ten percent. Eight point six. Eight point six. So that means you actually are making less than you did a year ago. And then here's the other kicker. How do they rate inflation? It's year over year. Yep. So you look at what it was a year ago. You look at it, what it is now. Is it higher now than it is a year ago? Yes. That's the inflation rate. They literally went, well, inflation is going down. No, from a year ago to this point and last month to the, the same point, you know, uh, a year ago last month, inflation has gone up 0.1%. But from last month to this month, which is only a tiny little sliver of time, inflation minutely dropped because gas prices dropped. Because Biden is flooding the market with, well, he's not really flooding. He's putting a million barrels into the market a day. And was because I think half of it's now going to China. Yeah, prob- I think you're right. I think you're right. But and people can't afford to drive it not right now. So gas prices has dropped slightly from where it was back in June. Remember in June it was over five dollars a gallon. I remember because I drove down to a wrestling camp at the time and it cost me 200 and some odd dollars, $250. Yeah. I don't, we, we had to cancel like all our vacations. We haven't gone on any vacations this summer since then. We were going to, but then gas got to the point to where it's like, no, can't, I can't do it. I normally to the normally in the summer, uh, we have a cabin. I don't have a cabin. My parents have a cabin. Yeah. 
but I normally go up there during the summer every weekend, every other weekend. Yeah. Because it takes roughly a half a tank of gas to get there. Well, get there and back. So a quarter of a tank one way. We're looking at that quarter of a tank and we're going, that needs to get my wife to work. That needs to get me to work. That needs to get us to the grocery store. We need to make this gallon or this tank of gas last as long as we can. We're not driving to vacation. I'm not driving across the state to go to Michigan Adventure. I'm not driving to Cedar Point. And on top of that, diesel is still incredibly high. And where does all our food come through? Where do all our goods come from? They come from trucks that run on diesel. Mm-hmm. So there we there's added cost to everything else. So you have the price of food went up. The price of housing went up. The price of energy went up. Our we have solar, so our energy cost uh, is uh, is cut because of solar, thankfully. But that's always good. It's still higher than it should be because the price of electricity went up, and they're charging more money if uh, between the hours of two p.m. and seven p.m. Hmm. Now the price of natural gas is going up. So what's going to happen in the winter when we all have to heat our homes? Because we live in the north. All of it to Europe. Because remember, Trump said it during one of his speeches over there that if they didn't get their shit together, that they were going to be depending on Russia, and Russia's going to turn it off. Now look what Russia did. Guess what? Russia Russia turned it off. Russia turned it off. Come this winter, Germany's going to have a hard time heating their homes. A lot of countries are going to have a hard time heating their homes. You know, right down to a lot of the countries in Europe uh, actually uh, took natural gas off of the the carbon uh, environmental so that they could start using their uh, electric plants again. Mm -hmm. And they can start pumping again. I mean, this is this is bonkers. It's it's a crazy world we're living in right now. And all, uh, but we I mean, it's coming down to where with the natural resources, it's going to be it's going to be a cold winter this year is what most of our natural gas is now going to be going overseas because we're selling it because they made deals. And it's like, wait, shouldn't you take care of your own first before? Well, and our strategic oil reserves is the lowest point it's ever been. That's according to the wall street journal and just about every other publication. Did you see that they wanted the U S military reps to be on food stamps? No, that's a new one to me. So the, the, the administration said, oh, well, to combat inflation, our U.S. military officers should apply for food stamps. I'm sorry. Where the fuck do you get off telling our armed forces, oh, well, we can't pay to feed you. Please go get free money to go feed yourself. 
So basically, they're it's federal government paying to feed them or go on food stamps, which is state government. Mm-hmm. That's what they want to do. They want to shift the burden from the federal government to the state government. Correct. And all, yeah, it was just a few days ago. It was in the post where they the they suggested the military to, all military officers to apply for food stamps, and huh. that so that's just let's, that's just low, I think. Well, and then on top of that, we have the railroad strike. So, well, I, they have a tentative agreement at this moment. But Bernie that... Sanders, but I got to find where it is. Bernie Sanders said, we shouldn't do that. We need to be on the side of the employee, not the employer. Um, I believe the tentative agreement helped a lot of the employees to get what they wanted. And it is simple. They wanted to be able to use their sick time. They wanted to be able to use their vacation time. Um, they were promised raises. They weren't asking for those, but they were like, hey, it's there. Don't forget about that. They're asking for like the bare necessity stuff that I guess we would take for granted. I didn't know this. Fucking train operators or anyone that works for the railroad, they're on call 24-7. That makes sense. Right, um, so you could be on on duty for like a week and never and be traveling by train, but always be on shift. And it's like you're missing events, you're missing all this stuff, and then you put in for time off, and they're like, "Oh, we don't have enough people, so no." Well, there's also the flip side to that, though, which is I don't believe that unions should be negotiating with the government so first off you have no no you have no no they unions. weren't they were the union was negotiating with corporate with the with the higher ups of management the federal the department of transportation mr Buttigieg, is supposed to help facilitate those cause those railways are being used for those contracts. But here's the thing is, is, and this goes to a lot of union things like this. Unions is basically like the left says that uh, corporations are funding the Republican party. Well, unions spend billions of dollars funding the Democratic party, Mm -hmm. the Democrat party, because they want Democrats in. Because they can push over Democrats. Mm-hmm. That's why the union wants Democrats. And I'm I'm part of a union and where I work at. And yes, my union was they were supporting the Democratic Party. But like all like when we go to the conventions, you could see those like it it was half and half. Like Half conservative people, and then half you could see the the disarray, and it's like I am so glad Michigan became a right to work state because 
I do not want my money going to support a Democrat. Well, that's the thing. If, if I wanted to, to support be, a Democrat, pay, I would pay him directly. Yeah, if you pay into the union, unfortunately, it is whatever the union decided. They ha- they have a separate thing called PAL. Um, that money is for that purpose. But the dues that are supposed to be going in are strictly only for, to go back into the union itself. So that's but that supposed doesn't to be used work for that poli- way. I understand that. Money is that. fungible. Money is fungible. And I know from being a part of the unions that uh, in places that I work, they were flat out telling us that we are supporting this candidate. You need to, and they were sending us literature on it. And then that candidate is saying, we got X amount of money from this union that I am forced to be a member of in order to work for that company. Yeah, it happens. And you so, know what? Personally, the unions never did anything for me personally. The union really, because I am a member of our union, it was great for battles with management that really um, overstepped their their boundaries. Um. So I found this. The so this is with Bernie Sanders and everything, uh, with the railway. Give me a second here. Let me pull this up. I know this is so fantastic. All right. Um, this is all from this is from Bloomberg. So you can not yell at me if I don't use Fox or anything because. I can't hear it. Play the sound. I can't hear it. Brian. Oh, did it not come through? No. Make sure you're Hang on. check marking the uh I must not I must not check mark the box right. My apologies. We're gonna try that again. Um Mike, I know you're going to say that a lot of times these uh, strikes get resolved yes. in the last minute. Okay, let's pretend that we know that for a second. <laughs> um, in the meantime, what kind of goods have stopped being transported, and then what's the economic and inflationary effect? Well, they've already stopped ammonia shipments, which are a key ingredient in fertilizer, and that's a big deal for American farmers because ammonia is so volatile. They don't want it sitting around in tank cars if all the trains have to stop. Uh, this afternoon, Norfolk Southern is going to stop taking deliveries of cars at its uh, rail loading site. So the automakers are going to not be able to transport new vehicles to dealers. And we've already heard uh, Amtrak has canceled some of its long distance service that runs over freight railways, uh, freight owned rail lines. So uh, we're already starting to see some effects. But it's obviously if this goes through going to be a much, much bigger impact Uh, as much as two billion as. uh, So six railways, 100,000 workers. Dispute not about pay. It's just working conditions. I mean, and that is something that is, I think, something they should fight for. Working conditions. And um, they didn't stop working during 
during the pandemic. They had to keep going. And uh, the shutdown is going to cost $2 billion a day because, like he said, ammonia. can't. They're not transporting it. So now farm goods are going to go up because the price of fertilizer is going to go through the roof. Um, cars, like you said, cars aren't going to be transported. Now car values are going to go up because you're not well, moving did, well, them. Look at uh, look at truck values. Oh because, yeah, uh, because of the chip shortage and all that stuff. Um, when I sold my truck last year, yeah, uh, uh, I think I was offered ten or twelve thousand more than what I still owed on it. Like, we're not talking like, oh, it's, you know, your truck, uh, you owe 27000 but it's worth 30000 Like the Blue Book said, it was worth like, you know, 30000 I owed twenty seven. I was offered like almost $40,000 for it because of the shortage. Because oh, yeah. these uh, um, car dealerships knew that they were going to get that money from somebody. Because- and they were having a hard time getting used cars anyway. So used cars were, right. were their golden ticket. Right, especially trucks. Right, kind of wish I didn't have. sell it now, but yes, yeah. a, a day, according to the American Railroad Association, uh, and twenty-eight uh, percent of U.S. freight, which uh, would account, according to the American Trucking Association, you'd need almost a third. And six, huh? Almost a third of all U.S. No, no. freight. 50,000 additional trucks a day wow. to make up for that capacity. It's a lot of trucks. Mike, um, one of the things that a lot of companies learned during the pandemic was they need bigger inventories. Mm. Is that inventory cushion still there? And will it protect firms from a relatively short-term strike? Well, it goes industry by industry and a relatively short-term strike probably won't hurt all that much because there are stocks and they could rebuild them. It will just stretch out that process. Biggest issue coming up is going to be agriculture because it's almost harvest season. So trying to get grains, et cetera, to where they need to be is going to be a major issue if this should happen and uh, drag on for a little while. Can we ship the stuff? And I ask because the Jones Act requires that you ship stuff in the United States uh, but with a U.S. ship crewed by U.S. personnel. They've been trying to get that repealed for quite a bit in terms of, say, petroleum products. Is that an option right now that people are talking about? Not yet. Uh, it is not a major issue yet because uh, most of what we're talking about goes uh, inside the United States back and forth. But to the extent things are shipped overseas, because they are going overseas, they can use foreign flag vessels. They just can't go from U.S. port to U.S. port. So um, at this point, it's so not Hawaii a major issue. Hawaii and uh, Alaska, you are completely fucking screwed. Yep. about things that are going to be canceled one of the things that's uh, going to happen like amtrak with its freight railroad uh, lines any commuter rail lines that go over freight lines could be shut down and they're talking about that for chicago they're talking about that for washington dc so a lot of people might not be able to get to work a lot of people have learned lessons on that front working from home has become more normal it's certainly something that we've got very used to here in the UK as the strikes have taken place. People have just gone, you know what, I'm going to fire up the office system at home. We're good to go. So it's going to be interesting to see what impact that ultimately has. Mike, boil it down for us. What impact could this have on PPI? What impact could this have on CPI? 
Well, nothing yet, but it's going to, if it happens, uh, it will have a major impact on CPI because transportation costs are included in the retail final selling price. PPI, not so much because PPI is what you pay the producer when it leaves the factory gate before it gets on the train. So that won't have as big an impact. But you look here at uh, this is the kind of chart of the day, I think, for inflation. Uh, the purple line shows the number of products that are experiencing a more than 4% inflation rate on an annual basis. And that's up to 60% of what's in the CPI. It shows how broad-based the inflation pressures are. So the last thing we need is something else that adds to inflation. Yeah. Um, there, I, oh, God. Now, now I lost it because he said something in there that uh, I was going to jump on. And then I'm like, oh, I'll hold off till the end. <laughs> and then he said something Sorry. else and my ADHD kicked in. It, and my thing is, like you said, it's going to be two billion dollars a day. I, I'm thinking more because don't forget if they have to ship more of them across through trucks. That means all that diesel, extra diesel, mm -hmm. and everything. Um, and then, yeah, he said it's harvest season. Okay? I live next to a uh, sugar factory. Not next to it's a couple miles away. But I see all of the uh, uh, trucks taking beets. From trains, because we do live next to a uh, a train stop for grain and sugar beets and stuff. From train, they load them onto trucks. They take them to the sugar beet factory. Those trains stop. That means they have to get trucked all the way from point A to point Z at the sugar beet factory. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of trucks. Figure one, you know, one train car can probably hold the equivalent of what five, ten trucks worth. Probably. So it's uh, things are getting worse. Things are getting so much worse. Um, I know it's it's and I don't know what to say. I mean, before it gets better, and I at least for my meat. You know, I was is able to it, stock up on a couple deer last year. I'm hoping this year I get a couple more. Pete Buttigieg is our travel is the transportation secretary, right? I don't he know. Really... Been, you know, he you're talking about somebody that goes on maternity leave and nobody realizes he's gone. What uh, what does Pete Buttigieg do? Oh, he is the uh, transportation secretary. He is the U.S. Yeah, he is the yeah. secretary for transportation. So this, and he, he, you know, he was so qualified happens, for it. He was so qualified for it because he was the mayor of a tiny town in Indiana, South Bend, Indiana, that he couldn't even fix the potholes. He lost a governor race. He lost a presidential race, but he's gay, oh, yeah. and he has a husband and now a child that they adopted. My thing is, leave. okay, so you talk about all the black blemishes that he has on his record, right? If this strike happens, he is, he's going to also 
not only are the corporations that are over the rail lines going to be responsible to try to fix it, he's he's going to be responsible for it too because he has to be over that system. He has to be able to be over those contracts for the uh, for what he won't be able to pull his head out of his ass. No. At all. So that's going to be entertaining. Yeah. So this is still an ongoing issue. So we'll keep an eye on it and we'll update it once more information is about, about the strike. Cause yeah. Yeah. And all, and they, they're not striking before anyone says they're striking for dumb shit. No, they're striking for everyday use of their sick time. If they're actually sick or their kids are sick or there's an emer- there's a family emergency or something like that for them to be able to take the time. Because right now they're just because they're so shorthanded, they're just saying no. Right. And it's. Either do either go to work or you, you use your time, but yet you don't have a job at the end of it. Right. I mean, I it's uh, this whole thing is this whole administration right from the get go oh, yeah. has had crisis after crisis, but these are all crises that they created. That's that's the issue is that these aren't like, you know, crises that started because, you know, they were already at least Obama could make the argument. I didn't think it was a great one, but he could make the argument that he was he was he a came good in with a recession. He was a good sooth slayer when it came to the talking on the microphone. Yes. Yeah, he he had that presence when he hit the microphone. Biden, he though, could... Biden created all of this. That's that's the thing. But he is... didn't. He says he didn't know. He, he didn't. But his policies caused Biden, all of Biden, this. His policy. Biden could have come in, not signed a thing, said, OK, I'm going to go to sleep for the next four years. And things would have been smoother because he was given everything he needed for things to get better. You know, I still hate that him and liberals go, well, he created more jobs than any other president in the United States. No, he fucking didn't. You can't can't create some, you can't, you can't put someone in a coma in, so, which is basically what the uh, Democrats did. They put the country in an artificial coma because it was the Democrat governors that did it. You can't create, puts, you can't have a doctor put someone in a coma. Six months later, wake them up and go, I cured a coma. No. And that's what they did. The Democrats put the country in a coma when it's coming out of it, they say, we created all these jobs. You didn't create jack shit. All right. There's still less jobs now than there was before the pandemic. You're not wrong. But you want to know about one job that's very interesting? The uh, the, the special master to the Mar-a-Lago raid that uh, 
has yeah. now been appointed. Yeah. So Donald Trump actually requested this person. The DOJ said, yes, that would be fine. Which Senior is? Judge Raymond Durley. So that name actually should be more familiar to everybody and they probably don't even realize it. So Durley was the FISA judge during the Russian hoax scandal. This is where the FBI went, asked him for a FISA warrant to start spying on the former administration. I wonder if he realizes that the that the now now how everything is that the FBI lied to him. Is he going to be okay with it or not? So this could go one of two ways. <laughs> okay. And it I, I don't know what this judge is thinking. I don't know what's going through his head. It could go one way, which is he knew at the time that he was being bullshitted and let it go, and he doesn't care. And if he doesn't didn't care then, he may not care now. Or he said, you fooled me once, you bullshitted me before. I'm not going to let you bullshit me again. I want to see everything not just that oh we got a warrant because we had probable cause it's i want to see every little bit of that probable cause to find out if this was good enough and yeah. what you're saying is happening is really happening correct so basically it's a fool me one shame on me fool me twice shame on you kind of scenario So, it's going to be interesting to watch because the like the DOJ didn't want a special master, period, because they wanted to be able to do this and be able to say whatever they chose to say. Because Garland is has been weaponized. The FBI, yeah, been weaponized. And that's the thing, and no one, no one wants to question that. No one is trying to question it, and those that are questioned are being silenced, and all. Uh, and we are doomed to repeat what happened in Germany, because mm -hmm. this is very similar to what happened. The government at the time turned a new regime. Everything got changed. Everyone got called out it will end up in this way unless we stand and uh yeah i because mm, if this goes the way i would like it to go he's gonna be like uh no that's what i'm hoping he's gonna give a big fat new no. yeah um so, all right, 
let's we, do some we TikToks. We need to close soon. things out. Let's uh, let's go to some fun stuff. Let's go to some TikToks. All right, our favorite app now, TikToks. We <laughs> love you guys. Don't ban us. <laughs> if we ever actually start posting, on if that. we ever actually start posting. Notice the the plastic knuckle covered gloves for fighting. That's what they wear. It's part of the costume. I don't know who Charlie Kirk is. Uh, I mean, I, I've heard like things that like TPSA is like a fascist, pro fascism, pro uh, you know, anti-Muslim, anti-trans, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not. I don't fascism. I don't think that means what you think that it means. I don't know anything about it. There's so many people here that I mean, like, I, there must be some sort of pattern. Yeah, I hear you. But at the same time, I, I don't think just because there are numbers that you necessarily have to give credibility. Just because their voice is the loudest doesn't mean it's right. That's kind of what we prove here at Fleckus Talks. But the mob is the mob. And the mob is nobody's side. He's already told me he's in the, he is not on either side. And you're in the middle and you're here. Did you see the uh, Antifa person trying to stop him from talking? Oh, yeah both sides and you're not calling for a shutting down free speech so there's no reason to i don't think either should be should be shut down okay real quick before we go any further does he have is that a wooden spoon connected to his microphone it is okay it's not just me like seeing things no you i hear them chanting shut it down i hear them chanting shut it down i don't think it should be shut down so you're on our side no, I'm don't tell them that they're gonna. Be like, I know, I know. But if you did say they were, you might get hit with the bike lock or something. Isn't that kind of scary? Um, no. She is just yeah. staring. <laughs> He's. She is like. She is like hovering, like waiting for a reason to attack. She's like wearing ready, like, fighting gloves. Him. He's. Wow. Like, she's like ready to snatch him off the fence line. I told you not to fucking say anything. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what are you doing talking to him? You, he, He's a fascist. Even though we're the ones trying to shut down free speech, he's the fascist. Doesn't that, it, that's bonkers. I, I'm using that thing a lot because I, I think I listened to Joe Rogan all week. So he uses the word bonkers a lot. But he does use the word bonkers. It's crazy. Like they're literally out there with fight fighting gloves on to beat people with that want to go see Charlie Kirk talk, claiming he's fascist or neo-fascist or whatever else they want to give it, when they're the ones literally wanting trying to threaten people not to go see him. Uh, okay, this one this is a funny story. So my 10-year-old comes home with a pocket full of money today. I said to him, where'd you get that? I know you didn't bring all that to school. And it turns out my little enterprising fifth grader aspires to be a loan shark because he started a new school this year. And I told him in the first few weeks of school, just be yourself. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there and, you know, find a way to start new conversations and find out about new people and blah, 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 stuff you're supposed to say. So we're in the, what, fourth week of school, and I find out that he's been posting up at the vending machines offering interest-free loans to anybody who doesn't have money for a snack or a drink today. That sounds nice. And yes, interest-free loan, as long as you pay it back at the agreed upon time and date. And by doing so, 
no harm, no foul. Just a couple of kids helping each other out. Great way to start a conversation, make some friends, establish a little bit of trust, reliability, friendly face. I think it's actually pretty smart. And then I said, well, you know you're taking a big risk because not everybody's going to pay you back. And then I think, you didn't bring that much money to school. How much money are you loaning? Then the whole thing, the doors blow off the thing. Because then he tells me, well, most of this is interest. What? What? It, what? He says, yeah, it's an interest-free loan as long as they pay it back on time. But if they don't, I said, what happens if they don't pay it back on time? He says, well, then they got to pay for it. So there's a 50 cents a day interest payment, flat, flat fee. And after five days, it goes, it doubles to a dollar. And then after that, every two days, it doubles exponentially into perpetuity. And he's got this like shitty grin on his face. And to be honest with you, TikTok, I don't know if I should be proud or concerned. Do I get him an LLC or a life coach? Maybe both. Life coach. Be the life coach. I mean, the kids go places one way or the other, I guess. I feel like he's just learning from school loans. You like, know what's sad that, is how... I did that in school. <laughs> I like, did. What's he going to do I if people aren't going to pay him back? Or is he going to have someone break their knees? Or like, I, what does I... a ten-year-old mob boss do? Because that's essentially what he became. He became a mob boss. He's like, I, yeah. I, I, I will admit, I did that in school. I. I literally would go to school with like, I would save up. I would like save up like two weeks worth of allowance and then I'd go and I'd be like, I'd lend it out. Like, all right, pay me back by this time. Great. If not, there's interest. It's a quarter a day. And sometimes they wouldn't get me back for like another week after I let them the money. So I'd like, well, I, I lent you $2. Now you owe me like six. They're like, oh, here you go. And they wouldn't think anything of it. And I'm like, see, if you were really smart, it would have been compound interest. Right. Yeah. I could have compound. Yeah. No. Well, it was because it was sixth grade. We did a New York trip. My parents wanted to give me money, like to buy shit with. My dumbass has $200 in my wallet. And I was like, no, mom, dad, I got it. I got my own money. And then I had to fess up how I got the damn. And I'm like, <laughs> they're like, did you get a life coach? No, I got like the fucking most disappointed look on their face ever. They're like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know whether to be proud or fucking terrified. I don't know how I would react if my son did that. Cause I'd be like, okay, he's, he, I mean, it's basic, it, it's basic interest, you know, or it's basic loans like everybody, but at the same time, you are kind of a mob boss. So, all right, liberal let's listen to the liberal oh professor. 
I was there to support the women that were getting a legal and safe abortion. Oh, there's a, there's such thing as a safe abortion? Can you much safer than a coat hanger? What is a safe abortion? Does the baby ever survive? Oh, See you later. The most basic right is the right to life. Mm -hmm. So why should any child be killed by abortion? Do they take care of them? Adopt them, them. Can you take care of all the poor? No. Do, See, that's the thing. So, do the poor deserve to live? Of course they do. Yeah. If they're already born. So why are you depriving the unborn of their lives? If you're in favor of taking care of the poor that are alive, why would you want to kill those who might be poor? I, I think I think her brain like fucking had an aneurysm and she just that's the problem could... with the argument for abortion. Once you stretch it out past that little minute argument that they have, it doesn't hold up. All right, next. <laughs> All right. Moving on, moving on. I don't know what this one is. It's happening, but it's not really news because we told them a long ass time ago, but they refused to listen. So it's not really news to anyone. We're just sitting back and laughing as everyone's struggling. See, BLM is suing BLM because BLM believes BLM owes BLM money. Jesus Christ, that hurt my head. And they even terms are just ripping themselves to shreds over money. There's a lawsuit in the works where certain parts of BLM can't even access BLM accounts. All of this after the co-founder left the organization after she somehow just managed to buy a few multi-million dollar homes. How is this news? Because In white neighborhoods. Giving money off the top. We told you they weren't actually spending any of the money where they said they were spending the money. Like, this isn't yeah. news. We told you this. Yeah. You called us racist for telling you this. Yeah. Um, I agree with them. It's news, but it's not really news because we knew that this was going to happen. That's that's where the conspiracy theorists end up telling being truth tellers because all the shit that they figured out, they're like, yeah, this is what's happening. No, it's like, not. And then it comes out like, yeah, yeah, it was. Well, the thing is, is it's called logic. No, I know. You know, kind of like, again, I was listening to uh, uh, Joe Rogan and he had on uh, what's the name of the uh, football player, the. Um, uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers? Rodgers from Green Bay? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers, you know, didn't take the bats. And he said that he had, uh, he was allergic to something in it uh, that's like a preservative or something like that, understandably. And he said that uh, they actually brought in somebody to try to persuade them to take the back saying if you get the backs you won't be uh you won't catch it and you won't spread it and he's looking at him going um there's like five vax people that are not here today because they caught covid yep like how can like it doesn't take a rocket scientist to realize you're wrong it takes logic you literally have to trick yourself to believe some of the stuff that the left says. Because if you literally just look at it, 
it's there, like the whole Bex thing. And now we're going to get kicked off YouTube again. Sorry, right. just check us out on Rumble. Yep. Um, All right, next one. Remembering your 90s childhood, part one. Oh, I used to love this show. It's on Paramount now. Yeah, but it's not as good as it used to be. They have the old show on there. Oh, do they? I'll yeah. have to look for that. I think they have an updated version also. But yeah, I don't, they the do have the old original fun. one. Um, that actually has uh, one of my childhood crushes, Jennifer Hewitt, or Love Hewitt, I think she went by at the time. She um, still goes by Jennifer Love Hewitt. No, just Love Hewitt. Drop the Jennifer mm. at the uh, time. Because she was also, if you remember, in Kids Incorporated on Disney. Yes. And she was like just slightly older than me on there. So um yeah. Uh yeah, she's on nine one one now on Fox. Um I don't watch that. That's is it good? pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty decent. I might have to check that out. Um, um Yes, are you afraid of the dark? That was and it was always Saturday night on Nick. Snick. Remember Snick? Oh, yeah. Oh, they God. had the Secret Life of Alex Mack. They had that. They had a couple other Doug. things. Doug. Oh, Doug. No, they they had all that. All that. Yeah. And then I think Amanda Bynes had her own show on there at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they had Keenan and Cal. Yep. But it always ended with Are You with, Afraid, are of, you the afraid dark? of the Dark? Because that one was like at 10 o'clock. Yeah. It was the 10 o'clock before it went to Nick at Night. And... It was awesome. Like there was like a short time in your childhood, in my childhood, where I wasn't old enough to go out on Saturday nights, but there was nothing to do on Saturday nights. And then Snick came. Yes. All right. So one last one. Last one. Last one. Last one. Go for it. Okay. If you're a butt doctor, please stop scrolling. If I have a cut on my arm and I place feces inside it, it will get infected. But if I have a cut or a hemorrhoid on my butthole, when feces slides past it, it does not infect it. Your chocolate starfish is it? Okay. So that was the question. Yeah. (laughs) I love the look on your face right now. (laughs) I'm not high enough for this shit. (laughs) We're going to get the answer on why this is. Not that you ever wanted to know, but now you're going to know. Okay. If you had to watch different. it, now I have to watch it situation. There's different things in different parts of the body. And to stop you getting a raging bumhole infection when you get a cut down there, you have two weapons in your arsenal. One, the mucosa, the inner lining of your intestines that produces mucus that acts as a protective barrier against germs. And number two, immune cells that live in the lamina propria. This is a layer just underneath that inner mucosal lining. And these cells constantly sample bacteria from the intestines and produce antibodies that can neutralize these bacterial proteins. And the body can tell the difference between good and bad bacteria. If you get an injury down there and the bacteria try to sneak in, your bum squad, aka the gut-associated mucosal immune system, is ready. So, Ryan, not can... that you ever wanted to know the answer. He said to butt this. squad. He said butt squad. <laughs> I'm done. I'm good. <laughs>
<laughs> now you know. This is a fact that you now know. It's a fact I didn't want to know. How about that? But now you know. But Just I didn't want didn't to know, want nor to, did I now care. Now you know. Now you know. This is not G.I. Right. Joe. Not I didn't need to know this half of the battle. Fuck. <laughs> this is not this is not that argument. I don't think I can stop laughing. <coughs> I'm coughing now. Oh the fact the fact that I, I threw a G.I. Joe reference in. Um yes. oh, oh close this is us not up that before, I, before my head All explodes. Right, so again, this is uh Episode 48, it is September 16th. Uh, check us out on our website, firetalkradio.com. Email us about anything about the show, firetalknetwork at gmail.com. Phone number is 814-380-9820. And check us out on YouTube and all your streaming platforms. Uh, thank you again. We're on YouTube and Rumble, so subscribe, like. I'll get the information. Um, thank you all again, and Good night. We can only count to four. We can only count to four. We can only count to four.